2: Uh, let's see. Here's the notes. What's up to our sidekicks and hench folk up there in the Geek Nation? You're currently tuning into the Cult Pop Podcast live stream, aka Spoiler Alert, episode 734, where we will review the past week's comics as well as talk about fun pop culture stuffs and things. I'm your host, Johnny Destructo, owner of Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex at 4327 Main Street, Philadelphia, PA. Plopped right in the center of our quaint little maniunk. A Neighborhood of Hopes, Dreams, Homemade Ice Cream, Award-Winning Burgers, and Untapped Potential. Wink and Smile, parentheses. With us this morning is returning champion, fresh off his Guinness record-breaking 60-hour live stream, Len, the Bat Tribble. Len, tell us something.
3: Hey, what's up? How you doing? How you doing, all you uh, sidekicks and hench folk? What's up? Holla at your boy? We are here to have some fun, rock out, read some comic books.
2: Woo-hoo! We're not. To, to be fair to the to the listeners, I know they're not listeners; they're viewers. But uh, we're not going to be reading some comic books today. Uh, we're going to be discussing
4: the comic books. Uh, this not, isn't like true. a read along. I mean, huh. we changed the format when you weren't paying attention. We oh shit! Were just going to stay here. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to see read one quietly. of the books. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna read the books silently yeah (laughs) uh on screen i don't want any pictures to come up yeah make sometimes make audible gasps or guffaws but other than Um, that it's just going to be alone time together
2: actually no that sounds quite lovely (laughs) there are worse ways i could spend my morning Um,
0: people would be interested in a podcast like that right you just just like hanging uh,
2: out alone with people yeah, this, yeah,
0: a podcast of just breathing and then like every yeah. once in a while like <laughs> people do like that. Yeah. Oh, this is sounding a little like Fahrenheit 451, the friends that the oh, it's yeah. on her wall. Yeah.
2: Uh the the pre-written introduction continues. I know of a man. A man so rare that we all know him, are warmed by his presence, comforted by the tenor of his voice and the cut of his jib. Women want to be, be him, other <laughs> God. Men, and other men want to be with those women who want to be him with, with those men. That man of whom I speak wishes he was our co-host, Brian Lieb.
1: Hey! Hello. Oh,
0: yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Nice. Nicely yeah, done.
3: Yeah. Nicely yeah. done. Thank you to guys.
2: everyone joining us live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. If you like what we're doing here, please, <laughs> I can't imagine you would, but if you do, <laughs> uh, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share the joy of doing this live with you, with you all in the chat. So pipe up if you want. Before we get into the comics this week, we've got letters. You got letters? Oh, we've got lots of letters. I'm gonna throw it over to Len, the bat tribble, the betribble because uh, he's got it up on his screen, and he's going to read us the email.
3: We have an email from Charles in Chattanooga, a.k.a. the Green Lantern Tribble, a.k.a. at hal 2814 and the subject line is reading is FUNDAMENTAL. It's FUN in caps. FUN is in all caps, Sweet. indeed. <laughs> Thanks to watching JD's unboxing videos and spoiler alert on Sundays, I decided to pick up nonstop Spider-Man And Spider-Man colon Spider-Shadow. Let me start by saying I was one of those people who stopped reading Spider-Man after one more day. But after reading these two books, I'm enjoying Spider-Man again. I love the writing on nonstop Spider-Man. And I've been a fan of Chris Bacalo's art since his run on Generation X back in the day. Spider's shadow is a cool concept and i miss what if books and i agree with Noel; the mask on black cat is ridiculous but that's my only beef with the book my question for the crew is is there a series you have fun reading and you can't wait for the next issue to come out keep up the great work guys and in closing spoiler alert spoiler sweet uh who wants to go first no we'll does go
4: ex-
0: Oh shit. Uh I wasn't ready for Brian that.
2: Brian does go.
0: All right. I have uh <laughs> I have two books. One's very new, and so I'll give you the only one first. The Dreaming, Waking Hours, um, mm-hmm. is a book that has been like coming out for a number of issues. It's gone through its first arc and I'm still like jazz when it comes out, you know? Um, and then The Flash. Um Oh, the last issue was awesome, and I loved this one. So I have really been, and I love The Flash, so it's really great to have a Flash comic that I'm into, which is, like, bolstering the fact that I'm looking forward to it.
3: Cool. Um, what about you, Noel? I think... <sighs> I think the,
4: the book that I am... That always ends up being... So when I get my stack every week, um, I immediately put it in order of what I'm going to read that night that like first, so like the top three or four, I'll take them to my bedroom, my nightstand with me. And then the rest I'll just read later. Every single time it comes out in that top three is always Avengers by Jason Aaron. Not because it's the best book I read every week, but Mm -hmm. it's just the most wonderfully comic book soap opera ebook I read every week. So it's Mm -hmm. almost like, it's almost like a comic book cheeseburger. It's just junk food. That's great. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's definitely my favorite, like,
0: monthly comic book comic. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. yeah. It makes yeah. sense.
3: Makes
0: I sense. love that process too, right? I do the same thing. When you come home from the comic store and you're like, all right, this one and then that one goes back. This one comes up and then you got your order. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Len, what's yours? Katie? No, I, I think
0: he doesn't read single issues. There? Which which <laughs> one is yours? What trade are you looking forward to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, you know, yes, there there are quite a number of trades that I'm looking forward to. Um, and I usually stop reading the books here. On spoiler alert, much to JD's chagrin, such as um, more most recently, they live and uh, Batman Catwoman. You we know, live. We live. We, we live. live. That's right. We live. They um,
2: live as a movie as uh, a John Carpenter film.
3: Right. The- did right. anyone
4: it- did, did, did but me finish that? five no. issue series i have them all and i i the, want to the ending is so yeah. chef's kiss it made me stand up and applaud alone in my room Like <laughs> that book wow. is amazing we wow. would have all we seen, seen do that
2: had we all been it? in the same oh, room
4: yeah <laughs> mm, it sells itself um we should book club that i'm just saying <laughs> good <ahead. laughs>
3: Uh, so yeah, so that we live. Batman, Catwoman, definitely looking forward to when they come out and trade, uh, especially Batman, Catwoman, because that'll come out around my sixtieth birthday. But the one that um, surprisingly, to that the book that I find myself shocked that has me possibly, I probably won't, but possibly going <laughs> back to single issues. Yeah, is one of the books that we are reviewing today and that is justice league Ooh, yeah. by brian michael yeah. um david nice. marquez i think is doing the art and he's a good artist and I, I don't know necessarily think that he is drawing my version of every one of the characters but he, i can't not that it's not good art right mm-hmm. and brian michael bendis is being all brian michael bendis about it however for some reason this justice league reminds me of The Justice League when I was growing up, which was primarily written by Steve Englehart when he first moved over from Marvel and really brought individual personalities to all of the heroes. And especially now that there's Green Arrow in there, which was Steve Englehart kind of like locked in on when he came into uh, Justice League and created like that tension between him and hawkman and 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 gave aquaman like kind of just outsider's view of everything and like i feel like bendis in trying to inject humor and personality in this and distinct voices in the book is like 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 just like champion like summoning all of that from the past into the Justice League today. Like there's one little bit in the, in the issue and I know we'll review it, but there's one little bit in the issue where Superman and Batman are off on the side Talking, and like, there's a whole bunch of people that's, that's come come up because they saw that you know, it's just, oh, suggest Lee yeah. and Aquaman, you know, like straight from the Aquaman from Brave and the Bold cartoon says, Oh, I'll talk to them. And he goes talking to <laughs> he, them, he, he's signing he autographs. Said,
4: he says he something like, Oh, those are people that like us, I'm gonna go, yeah, 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 right, yeah. exactly,
3: <laughs> exactly. And it's like, That's the Aquaman from the Brave and the Bold cartoon, and like, <laughs> like he's just off on the side. And the and people are asking, Oh, man, do, do Batman and Superman really hate each other? And he's like, No, they're really best friends. It's quite adorable. It's like, (laughs) is he always talking that voice? Always. It was like, so. Oh my God. I can't believe I am loving Justice League again. It was so much fun to read that book. We've been,
4: we've been like mired in dark, broody Batman, Justice League stuff forever. I think, what was it? Batman Universe, when Bendis did that that young series. Uh It it was like, Oh, shit, yeah. this could, this is essentially the same tone as that. Like, it takes mm-hmm. it seriously, but it's a colorful book with yeah. some jokes. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, I agree.
2: Uh, I agree uh, with all of those things. So currently, right now, the things I'm enjoying are Spider-Man books because I'm just a Spidey guy, and I always... Spider-Man, if he comes out that week, is usually the first thing I get to. And I'm also pleasantly surprised by the new Nightwing by Tom Taylor. That is yeah. good yeah. quality Nightwinging. And um, what else is great? Uh, I'm going to go with those two for now. Those are the two that I'm like stoked about.
3: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that Nightwing is, whew, that's some good stuff. And man. the that, covers, man, cool. every cover oh, is
2: better God. than the previous cover.
3: Yes. 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 You showed us that variant
0: on the thread mm-hmm. where you've got the costumes, Nightwing's costumes through time, which is always a cool yeah. thing.
2: So, but, uh, so for the people who don't know that one of the reprint variants that's coming out is from the 1960s batman television show where mm-hmm. they would be climbing up a building with a rope um really there is the the set is regular you know, flat yeah. and they're just mm-hmm. pretending to climb but like walking forward <laughs> and they would turn the camera and it looked like they're walking up the side of a building with a rope and this is uh instead of batman and robin it's just all the different <coughs> iterations of robin and nightwing
0: yeah.
2: uh, of, of dick grayson as robin and nightwing it's, it's really cute um, yeah.
0: you know yeah. the uh the regular <clears throat> cover though very cool, very cool use of cover uh colors. And not until the second time I saw it um did I see that Batgirl's hand, like mm-hmm. gloved uh, arm arm, is like down on the side, like yeah. Nightwing is sort of stretching out. Very very in motion and cool.
4: The this is this is one of the first times in a while that the um regular covers are better than the mm. like special variants. Yeah. yeah, the Bruno Redondo covers are just sick just yeah. absolutely sick and i think uh, tom taylor tom taylor is kind of known for just popping in and out but i think someone on tour asked him please god make this a longer run and he <laughs> said well i can't tell you how long but we're planning issue 100 at least
1: yeah.
4: so we're gonna get a good 20 something issues at least of Great. this run that's awesome yeah nice
2: uh all right we did it. We did the letters section. We can oh. do the comic section now. Uh, we're going to start with Way of X, number one from Marvel Comics, written by Cy Spurrier, Simon Spurrier, with art by Bob Quinn. The way to the future of X. Mutankind has built a new Eden, but there are serpents in this garden. Some mutants struggle to fit in. Some mutants turn to violence and death. And the children whisper of the patchwork man singing in their hearts. Only one mutant senses the looming shadows, snared by questions of death, law, and love. Only Nightcrawler can fight for the soul of Krakoa. Only he and the curious crew he is. All right, so that's 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 not. Contradictory. Yeah, it's very contradictory. All right. So only he, but then also, besides him. But if he wasn't
0: there, they couldn't do it. I guess, you know, I guess. Uh, because
2: he assembles this curious crew, including fan favorites, Dr. Nemesis, Pixie, and Blink, can help mutants defeat their inner darkness and find a new way to live. This is the way of X. Uh, this was fine. Uh, this is the first thing I read this week, and I, di- I didn't care. Um, boy, uh, it's it's a little ponderous. It's, it's you know, philosophical. None of these things are bad, but it didn't make for a really thrilling first issue for me for uh, an X-Men crossover. Uh, Nightcrawler is like, I've always thought Nightcrawler was like a cute character. And I like him when he's hanging out with Colossus and other stuff like that. But like as the main focal point of a series, he is not a strong enough character for me to emotionally involve myself in. So I was a little disappointed in this. Um, I like the conversations that are being had, but I don't, care about the overall, overarching storyline so far. There's an interesting character who shows up at the very end that we haven't seen in the House of X uh, so far, I don't think, unless I missed him. So I thought that was kind of neat. I was like, oh, that guy. I forgot yeah, about yeah. that guy. He's around. Um, yeah, but I earlier
0: know, on, I wondered if, because they were talking about, like, the hair. <laughs> you know, I was like... Yeah, yeah, yeah the patchwork man. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So the re- revelation of that, I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. But, yeah, for some reason, as far as the X books go... There are books higher on my reading stack in the X genre than I was this, uh, this your book.
0: first book of the week?
2: Because it was an event book, and I was like, oh, I'm curious got... about this event book. Is it I don't know this was an event. I, I just
0: thought just... it was a new book.
4: Yeah, it's just a new X book. <laughs> okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, <just laughs> I don't apologize. It. It's just clarification. This isn't like a crossover. Say, it. It's just the new Gotcha. So like yeah.
2: I thought it was along the lines of like, uh, oh, the uh, the Hellfire Gala, which is coming up, which is going to go through
4: uh, different yeah. series. Oh, now this is just a this is just like an undescribed mini series. Like it could be twelve issues, it could be twenty. It's just uh, a new series, a new X series. Yeah, I'm not
2: going to follow it. I don't care. Okay. Um, I'm I'm curious about the Hellfire Gala, but like as far as catching up, there are other X books that I'm behind on that I'm far more interested in catching up on, like Hellions and Marauders.
0: Mm. Oh, oh, Marauders. Yeah, I haven't read it since we the last one we read for the show. It was really Which good. is, like, issue four. <laughs> A long time yeah. ago. <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: Molly, Molly's chiming in in the comments. Good morning! Uh, and then also, Mars Comics says, loving Nightwing. Nice. Me too, Mars.
0: Nice. Um, I like 2X. Um, Tell us more. Yeah, I will. Uh, so I just happened to scroll past the... Scroll? Uh, scroll not really scroll um, uh, so the, i I, uh, I was making a marvel, scroll.
2: marvel joke Never mind.
0: i liked it go on <laughs> um the uh i, I like an, an elongated person and you know i just find that to be an interesting aesthetic like <laughs> when people are very stretched out you con- know i'm gonna continue with my point if that's all you're gonna say no <laughs> That wasn't
4: <laughs> like I like an elongated person. Four stars.
1: <laughs>
4: well, if you recall, he's like drunk, almost like four stars.
0: Yeah, he's got long arms. If you recall, I was like, well, I was just scrolling past. It was yeah. just meant to be kind of an offhand, well, not or just a brief comment on yeah. the way. It was way more than thirty
4: seconds ago. I don't recall. Carry on.
0: <laughs> he's, a, he's a goldfish. The, um, I like that they brought up the Dunbar number. That's cool. Um, which I did not know by that name. The Amount of people that anyone can hold in their mind as actual oh, people. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um,
4: 140, 127, yeah. Yeah. 150. Um,
0: yeah. I've heard 100 elsewhere, but I'm sure it's not an exact number. But four.
4: Yeah, I've got four.
0: So it's the three of us right now. And no. Oh, um, and he has
4: no idea yeah, who's about in the say, panel i the about to Two show. of them should
3: be his wife yeah. and his
4: son. <laughs> yeah. I
0: figured yeah. it changed.
3: I'm not even one of them. Whoever was in front of me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Go on. Uh, Yeah, so that's cool. And I like the idea of Kurt trying to figure out this philosophy. Um, I do absolutely feel like Nightcrawler can pull off his own book. And if there's a Nightcrawler book, like I'm already interested because it's Nightcrawler. Um, Here you go. Yeah, he's cool. Um, And, uh, you know, like that opening scene in X2. It's amazing. Um,
4: I'm surprised that you didn't like this, JD, only because um, this is a horror book. This is a religious horror book. The way that it's um the the whole conceit of the book was that, that really really cool slash really really disturbing ritual that they do on Krakoa to kill each right. other. Yeah. And and that whole that whole mentality has caused the younger mutants to not give a shit about death and when you remove mm-hmm. death then horrific things are done to you and and are willingly done, right? Uh, So like this whole it's it it was presented like a horror book. The fact that Pixie willingly gets her face like I thought that this was eerie. I thought that this was was really creepy. I thought it was incredibly contemplative, like in a a good way. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm actually kind of surprised.
0: That's interesting. I saw it as like, oh, right. They don't need that's not a thing anymore. Right. Like (laughs) it's not horrific because. There's yeah, a and, and as a
4: viewer that you, you do still fear death, it's horrific right. or it's it's a horror movie trope to watch somebody just, like, stand in front of a shotgun, like, and poke at it. Mm. Like, so it's – it's the pacing was mm. a thriller. You kind of
2: yeah. stopped midway through the explanation of what you were talking about. So I think what Noel is talking about is in the beginning, uh, a bunch of the younger mutants are on a – doing a thing and uh, on a mission. And they're talking about everyone's first time. And you kind of are supposed to assume that they're talking about, like, sex. Like, ooh, have sex for the first time. But really what they're talking about is getting murdered.
1: So, first like, you're fr- the
2: yeah, first time you die and, die and, and coming back yeah. um, and, and doing the resurrection protocol. Um, and, yeah, I, I thought that was a really cool element of the story. I was also surprised. Brian, to answer your question from earlier a little bit better, mm-hmm. I also read it because, and I forgot this, it was Simon Spurrier who's oh, my, right. like, Who's yeah. a writer that I'm really enjoying right now? And so yeah. I was like, oh, right, a new event book from Marvel? Size Sparrier? Mm-hmm. I was only partly right about those two things. Size uh, Sparrier <laughs> is the writer, but it wasn't an event book. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I was disappointed that mm-hmm. I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I would.
0: Yeah. yeah, and I also, like, when you brought up the, the just, like, ruminations about, well, if we, if there aren't any things, rituals supplied, rituals will be created, and, mm-hmm. and this thing this um i forget what they call it but like they have to get killed but in combat to come back if they were one of the depowered mutants yeah they Um, have to
4: earn their they have to earn their mutant abilities
0: which is i I like how how always talks about like oh that doesn't matter so much as the fact that they are doing something is like something will fill the void to like bind the society together and maybe you should come up with something Mm -hmm. better than this combat thing. like, why would you do it that way? Like, what's wrong with you?
1: I
2: also have uh, an innate distaste for organized religion. So maybe mm. that's part of the reason I don't really like Nightcrawler. Sorry, I don't care about Nightcrawler as much as, like, I grew up in an organized religion and um, came to my senses. No offense to anyone who hasn't come to their senses, but um, i uh, it's not for me. Uh, mm. it, I think it breeds groupthink uh, and mm. um, mob mentality and just... Doing things and then saying, "Well, I can just go in the confessional and 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 do some hail marys and then and I can go do it the next week and I'll be forgiven." Well, that's just no. that
0: one. That's just that one religion. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's my experience. Which sure, sure. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I never cared much for that aspect of Nightcrawler's character—that he is like a priest. Um, but it doesn't always come up, you know. Yeah.
3: yeah but I think I think that over the over the years, especially. Over the more, more recent times, is that at least the the times that I've checked in with Nightcrawler, the while the spirit, the spiritual part of the character is often spoken about and explored to uh, to a degree, it's not necessarily always ex- explored from that particular religion's point of view, or at least in commentary. Uh, with or against that, or about that, if you will, and I fi- and I found that this issue um, was, to Noel's point, very contemplative. Um, I thought it was a interesting, you know, you know, sideways look at this whole world that is being presented on Krakoa, um and the, and what is coming. Out of the mind of the mindset, especially of these kids there and there and there being a search for um uh uh getting a hold on exactly what it is so that it cannot necessarily be dealt with but so that it can be addressed in a way that is more. Fundamental and positive for them.
0: Are you talking about the rituals or the Patrick Man thing?
3: I'm not necessarily. I'm talking about. I'm just talking about either
0: or. Okay. Yeah. Like when you
4: when you when you when you remove the ultimate consequence,
0: what does life mean? Exactly. I I never have bought into that. I don't. I think that's a sour grapes thing that we tell ourselves because of our mortality. Right. There is some value in its end. And I'm not sure that no, it's I, necessary. I, necessarily I think the it's case. value.
4: No, I'm I'm trying to say that there's value in actually not letting it expire willingly or willingly or or recklessly. Like when, oh, right, when you have no right. fear of consequence, you yeah. treat everything without
0: regard. But if there is right. no legitimate consequence, then that's just something that humans used to have to deal with. You know what I mean? It's like jumping off, like in the Matrix, when they he, you have to jump off the first time and fall. And he, like, mm. slams into the ground and he realizes, like, oh, that doesn't that doesn't matter anymore, you know?
3: See, but I, see, but what, what I'm really trying to say is that I think the fact that this comic book in, invites just that level of dialogue just between the two of you, based on your readings mm. of the book, yeah. is, it means that this book is doing something very interesting, because oh, yeah. this is a conversation that Nightcrawler is, is seeing that is maybe not happening there on Krakoa and maybe needs to just so that, it, um, and, 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 and just so that people can see the other side or at least have a, a concept of it. You know what I mean? And I, I just, I actually found myself enjoying this. I liked yes. it. Uh, and I like them doing this with Nightcrawler. I mean, I, nightcrawler sometimes has been presented as this very swashbuckling character or then you s- sometimes he's been treated as this very meek character and i think this is trying trying to meet him somewhere in the middle yeah. with his presentation in this new world order if you will of the x-men universe yeah. um and I like it. And then just as a package itself, I thought that the, the artwork was very well handled. I thought that the way that Nightcrawler is um, conversing with all of the characters, whether it be the young the young kids, whether it be his his speaking with Magneto or uh, Dr. Nemesis or Professor yeah. X or, or, or whomever, I thought those were all interesting conversations to have. Do I do I think that this can be like a book that goes into the hundreds or something like that? No. I don't know. I don't care. But I <laughs> like the idea that this book is there and taking the lessons of, I think one of the biggest lessons of Hickman's reimagining of the X-Men universe is to use these characters as, as a way to explore different questions within this Marvel Bigger Universe.
4: Yeah, it's a very existential book. Like yeah. the, the theme of it is incredibly existential like what is life when you remove death? What is what is equality when we are far superior? What is you know like it's right. it's all these very big questions. And, and I, like I like think on... it's a continuation
3: of that. And I and I enjoyed it. I actually found myself enjoying it.
0: Hmm. nice um, yeah, I like the ruminations on the like it's it's religion but it's talking about religion. And you know, the foundation of it, or how it holds societies together, or these shared things. And I, I like that it's examining that question as well. Um, yeah. interested to see what he has to say about it. I also found yeah. the interstitials to be like I was actually interested to read them as opposed to some of the non Hickman books, where you're like, eh,
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's no. Like tip- it's, there's no consistency to the interstitials across books sometimes yeah. they're they're punch lines, sometimes it's yeah, information yeah. sometimes they're just grids that mean yeah. nothing it's like hey we have a quota yeah. for yeah. interstitial
0: pages let's yeah. just toss <laughs> i don't I do this kind of thing but in. It's, yeah. the style right now i i
4: yeah. i like like to, to put a cap on it like i i don't know i i don't know how long this could last and or if if this'll this is just really interesting it's just it's really interesting. To
2: hear it. that's awesome mm-hmm. I'm glad everyone else enjoyed it. Um, I'm also well aware that it could have been. I'm a very sleepy man these days.
0: Sure, <laughs> it was I, not yeah, a very active book. Let's also. give
4: you a contemplative comic book. On <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah.
2: laughs> two hours uh, sleep. Yeah. We've, yeah, the baby the the baby has been regressing recently. So uh, we've had like half hour chunks of sleep oh. in that period. Last night we had a good five hours in, at a at a clip. Um, but um, before that, the week before that, it was just like every half hour. Want to scream? Cool. Huh. Um. So yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna piece out because I haven't again because I have a newborn. I haven't read the rest of these books that I'm really excited to talk about or talk cool. to, to read. Yeah. Um. And I don't want them spoiled for me. So no. I love you guys, and I'm gonna peace out. Very good. So Noel's got it. Len's got it. Brian's got it. Y'all got we it. Got
0: it. <laughs> yeah. I'm interested to hear what you think of the Flash, JD. Oh,
2: I'm interested to find out what I think about the Flash. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, then we're all interested.
2: I got my second vax.
0: Oh, cool. Yes. I'm
2: excited about that. All right. Love you guys. Bye.
0: Peace, man.
4: Uh, Let's rock the next book. This is going to be fast. uh, 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 Batman (laughs) slash Fortnite colon zero point hashtag one
0: DC Comics
4: (laughs) written by Christos Gage with art by Riley Brown. This is a long one. So uh, solicitation. So just bear with me.
0: Maybe it'll fill us in on what the book was about.
4: Right. (laughs) (laughs) A crack splits the sky above Gotham City, a tear in reality itself. This rift pulls the Dark Knight into a bizarre and unfamiliar world with no memory of who he is or where he came from. Batman has been drawn into Fortnite as he fights to recall his past and escape an endless loop of chaos and struggle. He'll come face to face with the likes of Renegade Raider, Fishstick, Bandolier and more. While the world's greatest detective strives to make sense of this strange new world, he'll uncover the shocking truth about the island and what lies beyond the loop. How is everything connected to the mysterious zero point? Batman slash Fortnite colon zero point number one uncover secrets never before revealed in game or anywhere else. Every fan of Batman, Fortnite, stunning art and edge of your seat excitement won't want to miss the cape crusader facing off against Fortnite champions on the island in a desperate attempt to save not only himself, but other familiar faces from the DCU and perhaps the multiverse what? itself.
0: I wonder. Probably not though.
4: Um... Mhm. So Whoa, that's talent. the whole book. Uh
0: I've never than, played Fortnite. That.
4: <laughs> yeah, it was more than was no, the book. I've never I played Fortnite. Not, I don't really care.
0: Gamer. I don't really know about it at all. This was this
4: was hella popular because apparently mm-hmm. and I like secondary markets are going crazy for it too because apparently if you bought the issue you got like a digital code for a skin of a character or some bullshit. Uh, so this is this is like fabricated sales. I don't know how many people were actually interested in reading this so much as getting uh, like a FOMO experience rah, rah. for their gameplay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However, 90% of this book, I don't know what's happening. I don't care. The last beat with Batman and Catwoman was fantastic. Yeah. I I absolutely loved as soon as they hooked up and like, cause there's hardcore sex in here. As soon as they hooked up. No, as soon as <laughs> that
0: was my paper three pages.
4: So all of the characters that are pulled into this rift have no memory of who they are, but they do have muscle memory and they have emotion and feeling. So he not only knows how to fight, he just doesn't know how he learned it and blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about Batman. Right. He, he runs across Catwoman recognizes. We know each other. Don't know how we, are close to each other don't know how we fight incredibly well together don't know how and then when they think everything is ending and burning around them they have a moment together and it's almost like it's it's an excuse to have a first kiss first look kind of emotional Mm -hmm. moment with you Mm -hmm. know the love of his life and it's super effective so i wasn't enjoying any of this and then i got to that last page i was like well done nice Mm -hmm. cool uh but besides that this was a waste of time and i didn't care (laughs)
3: <laughs> you See, I can't say that it was a waste of time primarily because one like it sounds like both of you I know nothing about Fortnite except that it's something that as a geek I'm supposed to be at least aware of and, <laughs> thus, and thus when you as a geek you say that you're aware of it if you're in the presence of other geeks you can be like oh yes i know of it but when you're in the presence of non-geeks it means you're supposed to be able to explain to them everything about Mm -hmm. it and then i and i don't know i don't know whatever i I just know it's Fortnite. um that's all i know Um, situational awareness that's all i know situational awareness (laughs) Right. right so with that being said i went into it you know, thinking that in my mind, I think Fortnite is some kind of video game-ish type of thing. I don't know. I could be wrong. Don't want to say it out loud. Let let the other <laughs> geeks come down raining upon me. It's an RPG! Like, I'm sorry. Um, so I know it's some type of game. So I go into it. It's like, okay, so Batman's going to enter in. And by way of the cover, I can see him and other people from his universe are going to enter into like this gaming universe. And they're going to be doing gaming things boom all right i know what i'm what it's hitting for so the only aspect of it that i wasn't ready for was the one he can't talk oh Oh, yeah that's interesting that's kind of interesting then two the whole you know uh muscle memory thing and all that type of stuff um and then three this is where i'm at a little bit of a loss because while i because i don't know Fortnite. I don't know why I'm supposed to care about all these other people that are showing up that I who don't look like, you know, villains from a Dick Tracy comic strip to me. But I'm assuming they're from the world of Fortnite. So let's go. And they're What's going doing, to what? be, be <laughs> <laughs> so, so they're going to go be banging it out and nobody's talking. Hmm, that sounds video gameish to me. So mm. you can just fill in your own own voice. So it's trying to put you into that that headspace of video games and oh, Catwoman shows up. All right. I'm with this. It's kind of cool. The art is at least engaging enough that oh, yeah. I can be wrapped up in that, if into nothing else. It looks very well animated, like the best video games nowadays look like. So, and like to knows the uh, point, the whole uh, emotional beat that happens between Batman and Catwoman, you know, like that's catnip, catnip for me. So I'm like, mm-hmm, I think so good. I'm with that. So, and it was fun. I had no problem with it. It was like okay, the,
1: it did what it's you guys, supposed to
3: do. Do you guys remember or know or
4: familiar with the um, the advertisements in the middle of DC Comics, mostly like for Snickers? But it's mm-hmm. it's actually yeah. as like yeah. a small comic book. So like you're right. turning a page and you're like, this isn't the book anymore. This is fucking yeah for Snickers. Right. If you're reading or, Batman or, it throws or you Subway are. or something. Yeah. I thought that this was going to be thirty pages of that. <laughs> right. And because it because it passed that bar, mm. this was good.
3: Yeah. yeah and, and, like and a honestly, super low bar. And honestly, it is 30 pages of that. Like, if after that, that fadeaway at the true. end, it, it said, you know, continue this story on Fortnite, you know, at Walmart right now. You'd be like, okay, there's an ad, which is, at mm. the end of the day, what the book is. So, yeah.
0: And a lot of, nice. I mean, Transformers was an ad, you know. Right. It was awesome. But- <laughs> What do you um, think, Brian? I um, it, so I found myself wondering, like, is there stuff that I don't know that is that I should know for this story? But um, I try not to let that kind of thing bother me, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, no, yeah, I don't know. They'll get to it. it. It was maybe could have used a little bit more explanation on the Fortnite side. Um, yeah. Just like one one line but batman doesn't know what's going on either so right me not knowing what's going on is maybe a choice like a part of the experience
4: oh somebody somebody got the drop on batman get the fuck out of here <laughs> like that guy swung yeah literally like took 10 years swinging across buildings yeah, to yeah. just get the drop on batman yeah that was the first time that was the first time in this book i was just like
0: all right <laughs> Um, but the one thing that I know about Fortnite that I've like kind of seen in the corner of my eye is like they have cool looking. That's how I do. That's how I look at things that I don't understand, that I don't know about. Them.
4: <laughs> just like with a really weird, like I just learned to wink face. Yeah,
0: I think yeah. I learned to wink
4: yeah.
0: um, the uh, they, they have a varied, cool looking characters that like right. I have no idea why they're so varied. Yeah, like that. <laughs> uh but that looks cool. And I you know, going through like there are a lot of appearances of those characters, but I didn't feel like I don't know, it's there's a lot happening mm-hmm. in on each page and not a lot of footing to oh, be had, although I, the I art think is really good.
4: The book the book does benefit from chaos. Yes. Yeah. We're not yeah, expecting yeah. answers because no one's talking to anyone. So it's right. just it's it's just chaos right. right now, and we only have one internal dialogue. Which and I think that works. might be what
0: uh, what the deal is with Fortnite is that like people pop into this island and fight each other. You well, know I mean, what these, I mean?
4: These characters have names, so I'm sure they have backstories. As in sure. the same way that Mortal Kombat characters have backstories, right, the right, game right. itself doesn't explore them, and it's, it's not what the game's for. But
0: right. They have backstories, yeah. Those are always the parts of those games that I enjoyed the most, was like reading the book about oh, yeah. it. And it's just Wikipedia.
3: And ladies and gentlemen, uh, Noel just dropped the one and only reference mm-hmm. to Mortal Kombat that will appear on today's <laughs> spoiler alert. Of course, uh, when uh, saying that makes it untrue. <laughs> <But> <laughs> um, there's a
4: fighting game that premiered this, or a fighting game movie that premiered this weekend that was awful. Yes.
0: That's it. I had no... Uh, it wasn't even,
4: like, fun to watch. It was just boring as shit.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but, but uh, I, you know, I also agree with you guys. The Batman, Catwoman stuff was very cool. Um, the art is, like, not standout, but very well done. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like, there's nothing that's, like, yeah. wow, but it's good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm. um, And the way that he draws Batman is really cool. Uh, this old-school bat line tied to a batarang yeah uh, that's fun um you guys i fun. found a batman the animated series action figure that i totally forgot that i had that it was still in the box and i was like you get this thing out of this box you can see it right there very small
4: <laughs> <laughs> there <it is. laughs> God. that was that was a that was an internal tangent yeah. and i appreciated it which cool. is what this this book uh invites yeah
0: um also, but, harley uh, quinn stuff, though, i felt was like what is happening I mean, and it I, not revisited i'm sure it will be later but i just had cared about that you know i
4: care so little about this version of harley quinn
0: yeah she's um, also yeah she's like a little older school yeah. harley quinn but, I, yeah. I don't give a shit
4: yeah. um so it sounds like we all tentatively kind of enjoy this book for what it is. Yeah. I'm not reading a second. Issue. Anyone, I was going to say, I'm not reading a second one. I'm not going to pick this up.
0: Uh, uh, I'm, you, I'm, happy I'm happy, about about it later. <laughs> I'm I'm happy that
4: it. people who like are going to bang down doors to get to this book, uh, just buy something else at the shop also. Yeah. 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 Um, hey, maybe they'll read
0: it and they'll like it and they'll buy
4: another comic later. That's why they do crossovers like this.
0: And they do a um, lot of this with Fortnite, right? Where there's like, I'm always seeing headlines like, "This thing is coming to Fortnite," or "This or that thing is coming to Fortnite." I don't know. I mean, Marvel apparently it, did a thing where, yeah, it was a just, like, thing played into it. Like, what happened in the comics is why they were in the Fortnite, which is
4: yeah, there is yeah, um cool. the, the Thor book crossed over into
0: Fortnite. Oh, okay. Hmm. Did you uh, feel that that was all right? Just reading the book, like, did you didn't feel like
4: it, it you there was. Something you had to actually like read it somewhere else online or something. It wasn't in the book. Uh, I think there was a, there at one point it was printed as a backup, but there was no like dedicated book to it. It was like part of the
0: ongoing story. I,
4: uh, what it was, was the, whatever plot line for Fortnite, it took mm-hmm. place between like issues three and four of Thor because it's it. cosmic Thor and Galactus. Right. right so right, it, right. it had, it's literally, it was, it happened between the, the, the panels and didn't, they really matter yeah
1: oh cool
4: anyway yeah. let's get to the book you want to talk about flash, flash number 769 uh, uh, by yeah. dc comics written by jeremy adams with art by brandon peterson and david la after an accident pushes wally west into the time stream the former kid flash lands in the body of his one-time partner impulse now sprinting through the 30th century side by side with the mysterious and yeah ridiculous gold beetle wally <laughs> must uncover that's what it says Wally must uncover <laughs> what's causing the destructive explosions that keep propelling him through time and the bodies of other speedsters. So, before I, I think that I think Lenny and I should go before Brian.
0: Sure. Yeah. I can you weren't as into it as I was. I.
4: Well, I don't think anyone was in, as into it as you are. Like that's just possible. across the board. Yeah, for sure. In any f- in any forum
0: or or any. Yeah, fandom, I don't think the Flash is this it, more than much you. you are. Well, the Flash yeah. is kind of reluctant at this point <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah
4: um i thought that this was a big old bucket of fine it was <laughs> just fine <laughs> um it wasn't bad i didn't dislike it i enjoyed reading it but afterwards i was just like cool candy it was just fine um i like gold beetle a lot even though they gave her creepy eyes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Creepy eyes. like she doesn't blink ever there's still I, like, images <laughs> if every,
1: if every, single,
4: every single still image of her is like wide-eyed and oh my god like just like that you know sequential storytelling that tells me that she has no other expressive emotion
0: other than high voltage wait, wait, wait. i'm just i was paging through you oh, her squinting at something I, <laughs> okay. enough
4: no I'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna play semantics with every single panel just the impression and her high energy was just like she was crazy
0: i guess I just and, happened to see a panel where the, she's got and two they were Google-ized. facial expressions. All
4: right. Uh, I'm I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I, it was it was fine. This was fine. Right. This was on par with the last issue.
3: Yeah, I, absolutely I th- it was. <laughs> I thought this was 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 silly. I thought it was really silly. It was bananas. It was bonkers. Um but for someone who hasn't who's only dipped in and out of the Flash for the last few years I thought it was fun. I liked Gold Beetle. I thought she was cool. I thought yeah. she oh, was she was her- my favorite part. Yeah. She's yeah. my favorite part. And now that
4: she's not going to be a part of the series, I don't. I don't care even more. Like about the I don't know if so, she might
0: pop in. Well, later. Judging by the what they talk about,
4: I mean, she's probably going to be somewhere else. The, the what they look like they're structuring is that they're doing they're doing a greatest hits of all the other speedsters. Yeah, right. Like even right. the yeah. next issue. So yeah, this this little version of time there's no impression that we're going to see it again
0: or it's going to be somewhere no, else no. or right. like, it's not. yeah. So I mean, I don't, well, she, but she and Wally have interacted in her, in her past that is in his future.
3: So mm, yeah. presumably yeah. we'll see. Yeah, there's Something. reference to that. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was fun. Well, I loved all that <laughs> stuff. I thought it was having fun yeah, with the whole that? time travel thing. I thought it was having fun with impulse. I thought I was having fun with with the, the Gold Beetle. I like to kind of like the the switch up from the art styles of when you're in you the cool. impulse world to when the actual the actual uh flash and the and Mr. Terrific and Green Arrow are checking out things. Um mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of cool to kind of like that differentiation. I like that. Um because both art styles were Totally different, but definitely set in diff- which gave you the um, true sense of place and time for the yeah. stories. The stories to be set. Um, I like the. I like that it, as seriousness serious as this situation, is because you know that it's serious based on some of the things that they're saying. It still is coming off with a, a light frothiness to it that I haven't seen in a Flash comic book in a long mm. time, at least when I dip in, in and out of it. Um, I like that it it is still while it is, like you said, give you a greatest hits of the Speasters through DC yeah. history, it's still very much, wa- it, I still hear Wally. Yeah. So that I appreciated that because it easily could have got lost in like impulse's voice or whatever. Um, I don't know. It was it was fun. It was fun. Do I do I care enough that I'm going to continue reading Flash? No. But does this story? Look like something that might be an interesting trade to pick up. It's just a nice little standalone. Oh, sure. Of flash, yeah. flashiness to have on my bookshelf it like certainly is certainly sizing of up. Yeah. Flash. Yeah. yeah, I would, it's I would not sizing I would, up to be. Yes. Yeah,
4: I would not, I would not, uh, be against that either. Just mm-hmm. the idea of down the road, if I find out that this like 24 issues or whatever are, yeah, I would totally go back and read it like I am with Flash now. But yeah, um, why did, uh, uh, this is not a nitpick, this is a genuine question. Yeah, yeah. Why did Bart change size Was so Wally I in think, him and not in him?
0: I think we are seeing a bit of like, we are seeing Wally, because he's got red hair also. Mm-hmm. In so so of, it's for it's for the audience, not for? I think so. I think it's yeah.
3: more for artistic point of yeah. view. Yeah, that's that was my impression.
0: Because she looks at him and she doesn't know until he tells her that he's not that he's not part. Um,
4: usually when they do that, they show like, did they, in the last issue, did they show him looking in a reflection and seeing someone else? Because yeah. usually when they do that.
0: Yeah. Like quantum okay. leap style. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Like
4: they give you some sort of indicator.
0: I, maybe they figured like, well, we got it from the last issue, but it, it could have used to, it could have used another one. Just like, um, let's see who I am kind of thing. And he looks in a reflection
4: this is the wrong crowd to ask this because uh-huh. everyone knows everything about the flash here. Uh-huh. If you didn't have knowledge of like, like just mid deep knowledge of the flash and his, and the flash family, would you find this book entertaining?
0: I, you know, I actually was thinking about that. So one of the things I noticed that I liked about this and about green lantern, uh, last week, which, um, I also really or lo- or two weeks ago, which I, which I loved, um, they seem to do a nice job of like putting stuff in that is deep continuity, but without Mm -hmm. it being necessary to know, like it could just be world building. If you didn't like, they mentioned Mopey in here, which is said in such a way that like, that doesn't have to be a guy that ever appeared in any comic beforehand. He's just the third in a list of Mm -hmm. crazy things. You know, Mm -hmm. he's like, she's like, Uh, speedsters, somebody else, and uh, even, it's even uh, that Mopey guy. Like, that could be somebody that that didn't exist before. But he's from, like, two issues in the Silver Age. He's the reason that the Flash got his powers at one time. Like, he caused it to happen. Um, So I think you could. I think you could read this if you weren't steeped in the Flash and like you don't have to know who bart is this is just somebody that he's in another body like we didn't know who the first guy was you know um
3: in, yeah in and there are, there are references yeah. to bart and gold beetle being in a different time mm-hmm. so even if you don't know who he rep- what he represents or these characters represent to the flash universe or the dc mm-hmm. universe in, in in general you could just read it as oh they've slipped into the, a future time right this exactly like a, yeah. the flash of that future time it yeah. certainly helps more to know who mm-hmm. they are it's mm-hmm. it certainly deepens your enjoyment of it and you're enjoying it on a totally different level um that's some which is something that i don't think like i think the average person can pick up a superman a, a batman a spider-man comic book and No matter how deep the story may be in the lore of those heroes, they can kind of like pick up clues because so Mm -hmm. much of those heroes' worlds have become common to yeah. just the average yeah, yeah. person even if you know who perry white is right, right. Yeah. Him, yeah right it's either by way of the comics or by way of the movies you tangentially know a lot of these things not so much the flash so yeah the average person picking it up might be a little lost but the average person picking this up and um used to the idea of comic books and yeah. comic book reading and how and how that's affected and even if you're just bringing into it the whole idea of multi, multi multiverses from the DC or Marvel w- movies, mm-hmm. then I think you can still enjoy this and have fun with it as just a dumb, yeah. quirky comic.
0: Yeah, like if you're I, a DC reader, I also, I loved this page where they break into the museum. Speaking of quirky comic, um mm-hmm. She's like the same way barth's broken in a dozen times, and then the next page is the beetle <laughs> just crashing through yeah. the roof, and she's like by being impulsive I, in the font I, of really, quite, I really
4: I really yeah. really like her character a lot. I, I yeah. want to see more of her. Yeah. She was my favorite part of this book and and flipping through too, I think i the, the David LaFuente art gets me there, and I love it. I have never That's, really been a giant fan of Brandon Peterson oh, mm. which, one, which one is which the in real time. Like Barry and all of them, is yeah. The all of, of his faces are the same, and all of like the physicality is is essentially just like mannequins and models, gesticulating. Right, right, right. Like there's there's very little kineticism in his book or in mm-hmm. his in his art for the most part.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, I've never been a giant fan, but it doesn't. It it's never been enough to be like. I will not read that. It's right. just always been like, a, oh, okay, all right. I mean, and it seems like the next issue is going to kind of be more him i think no i he think i like they show, well they show like that that last surprise panel is brandon peterson oh yeah oh and that's is i it? love
0: i love the ray too so that's cool uh
4: um, i mean is the foreground peterson?
3: Looks, i thought it was i thought it looked like it was somebody else a little
4: bit the foreground looks like it i could be wrong i don't know it's just when you when you're when you compare anything else to david lafuente it looks like everything else
3: well that's true that's very true
0: um i really like the brandon peterson but i i agree it there is a lack of kinetic kind of feel to it, but I really like it. He's always,
4: he's always done that. Like, I remember his run on Avengers. It was just like, all right, this is fine. Like it's serviceable and it's very pretty and and statuesque. Mm -hmm. But when it's like action, it's just like, it Mm -hmm. literally does look like he put dolls and trace, like depicted them. Um, And I love the
0: time stuff, right? Like I love the like, Put something in the time capsule so that you get it later. I love. You didn't like the time stuff.
4: I I have I have a I don't dislike it. I just have a low threshold uh, Or time like, stuff um, in general. You mean as it, well? I do, but I like it with limitations. It feels yeah. like when 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 you keep overlapping in dialogue as well as in plot. To. What do you mean? So in here, it was mm-hmm. like in dialogue, it was the kind of thing where she was just like, oh, you're Wally and we're going to do 15 more things. But that's in my mm-hmm. old time frame, not in your old time timeline. We just met, but we didn't just meet because yeah. we like. I'm OK. Like, I don't oh, <laughs> I don't, I don't love I that. Like, stuff. Well, it, it feels like okay, so I am. Yeah. I am also yeah. in the middle of reading for the first time all the older Flash stuff. So uh-huh. this just feels like constant the same thing for me speed um, force well, is broken yeah. time back and forth speed force Wait, is broken time back and, back and, back back and forth and, uh, speed force is broke it's either sentient or thing. it's it's reacting or it's yeah. malfunctioning or yeah. it's it's yeah. it's just i if you love this you'd love this yeah. it's really good in 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 peaks but at a high level especially cuz i'm reading the old stuff at the same time hmm. it's a lot of samesies, and i just yep. don't care
0: See, that's one of the things that, you know, I've been thinking while reading this uh, and some of the other DC stuff is like, oh, at last, back to the stuff that has been missing for so long. But I haven't been just reading the Jeff John stuff, you know, and it also to another point that we've talked about. This seems to be very connected to where the Justice League is at at the moment. You know, I mean, very connected in the sense that they have some of the same, you know, Mr. Terrific has just been brought in. He's not they just like called him in because he's a smart guy. And it's Barry and, and, um, um and Ollie are there. And I also really like how they handle Barry being in the, like Wally is the focus, but Barry's also in it. And, um, you know, at least for this first arc, I like <laughs> their interactions too, between Barry and, um, and Ollie and to a lesser extent, uh, Mr. Terrific, Michael Holm. Um, I love the speed lab too, under the, under the museum. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. You gives, it gives him a place to, to chill, you know?
3: Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. silly fun.
0: And I just, with, as far as the time travel stuff goes, like, I just like that stuff. Like, anytime a story is, like, talking about world lines and time and right. whatever, I'm just like, yes, let's think about that kind of thing for a little bit.
3: You're with it. All right, I feel yeah, you.
0: Yeah, so great. Yeah, I'm, uh, Oh, it's another DC book that I'm just, like, really into.
4: Sorry, yeah. I had a surprise visitor. I was on cool. mute that whole time. I have no idea what you guys said, but Flash, yay, thumbs up.
3: Yes, we're go. going on to the next book. Excellent.
4: Um, so I I, I I don't presume we'll take too much time on this next book because it's it's basically just for me, just like how Flash was for uh, Avengers. Nine. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> Avengers well, number 45. No, Flash, uh, Flash was also for Len. Len, I was happy to be wrong. When, when Gold Beetle showed up in that future state backup, you were like, I hope she appears. And I was like, Len... I don't think she's going to, I got to break it.
4: <laughs> I do not remember. Oh, I mean, I don't remember that conversation at uh, all. Yeah, I was, yeah. was mainly just for you because so um, behind the sausage curtain um, for everyone listening, we have a group chat and every time we talked about like books to read Ryan was in there very, not so subtly, like, there's also The Flash. I remember reading with Flash <laughs> this year where Flash was also Flashy Flash of Flash. are yeah, yeah. Do you guys want to talk about The Flash? I think other people want to talk about The Flash, right? You want to talk about The Flash? He said yes.
0: Well, the Gold Beatles I, I did see Where are we going to run across her again? Hopefully soon.
4: It was very apparent that you were very excited about this book. Oh, right? I absolutely so. was. Yeah. yeah, so we talk about it. Yeah. Know. Um, Avengers number 45. Written by Jason Aaron with art by Luca Maresca. The Avengers join the battle against the King in Black. (laughs) The year's most epic event explodes in the pages of Avengers. The Vampire Hunter Blade has been at the forefront of the fight against the dark symbiote god, but now he must pay a dark price that will change his world forever. So, uh, you know, I'll let you guys go first. uh, Everyone had a chance to read this? Mm -hmm. Yes. And no one else is reading the full series but me, right? That's correct. Okay, who would like to go first?
3: I'll go. Um,
4: reading That's this book I was from, telling.
3: Well, well. First of all, first of all, I think that that um, that blurb that you just read the the preview is very misleading because while this oh, yeah. is a. About the King and Black, it's not really about the King and Black. This is kind of like King and Black Avengers Epilogue. Well, this is what this is. The
0: fight. They were the primary
3: fighters in the right. whole thing, right? Oh, but, but this, yeah, but this is but, very much after that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Despite yeah. the logo being on the cover. It and yeah. despite the cover. This is very much after that. This is actually the the epilogue to King and Black preview. To whatever is coming up next, you know what I mean. So this is that lull, which is you usually happens in all the great comic books. This is that kind of like book classic in between. Classic six issue? Are we going
4: to say exactly? Sixth exactly. issue? Classic exactly. Six <laughs> issue. This is what it is?
3: This is what it is.
4: Oh, sorry, classic seventh issue. Right now,
3: nowadays, right? The classic seventh issue. Meanwhile, on the third floor, that's exactly what this is. And and, and Wait, what so troubles are
4: brewing over here. Right. Well, meanwhile, on the third floor,
3: because meanwhile, on the third floor, they're all chilling. They just got back The ship the, the Quinjet. Oh, just landed, and now they're yeah. like, oh, my God, yeah. let me go yeah. get some grub. Oh, I got to go. Yeah. I got to train all this stuff. Go- T'Challa's got to catch up on all yeah. his busy, you know, check his Google schedule. Oh, my God. I'm going to map this out. You know, um, uh, Captain America is doing his training in his costume? Like, why are you doing laps in your costume? They have... so um, like well, he wants to be used to the weight it and and I, Which is exactly yeah. what I said to myself. <laughs> I was like, why is he running around in his costume? Oh, because he's going to be running around in his costume. Okay, I see you. It's not like you had the mask on, so you're letting the sweat fly. I see what you're doing, Steve. All right, I'm w- with you. Continue on. So then we moved on. Um, then you've got you've got spiders jumping all in the back, whipping all in the background and stuff. You've got... Um, you you've, you've got a nice little you know intro into who's going to be the new avenger with echo and, and night rider i mean night rider ghost rider. rider um having like a cool tete-tete you've got um you've got a surprise visit from batman in this in this issue oh i mean nighthawk um <laughs> 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 i mean so it's 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 at the end of the day I and you've got you've got uh, uh the universal um verse that's stepping into this by way of Dracula comes oh, in yeah. at the end yeah. right so I'm like what the which I think is like
0: a long running thing Oh, of course. Well, of course. Yeah, yeah.
3: Of course. You're right. They've been they've been kind of like, you know, sprinkling that in, kind of like yeah. seeding it all, all along. And and they actually show you the breadcrumbs through this story very well. I I have to uh, have to admit. Um they kind of like like tell you how we've gotten here without it being some long drawn out thing. Hmm. All that being said, it all led to a comic book that again kill surprise i found myself having a lot of fun with i like this was like just a of a, a cool look at the avengers i'm not sure if i 100 would have ever seen this lineup of avengers yeah. put together but it works i like it you know i'm not even one i would not I'm someone who still capes for John Byrne's She-Hulk, yet this new She-Hulk is growing on me. Every time I see her all over the place, she's kind of growing on me. I, I'm, I'm kind of digging her. I like that Black Panther, the the exalted area um, level that he has in the Marvel universe. I've always been mm. like very happy, and I like to see that that has continued because my cynical eyes have always just been waiting for that to. Plateau, and then all of a sudden he's just going to get knocked down low because I've seen it happen in the past. Mm-hmm. I like to see that that has not happened. Um, mm-hmm. I liked, I like, uh, like the Ghost Rider. I like Blade. Blade is somehow kind of working in here. Um, I like mm-hmm. even what they're doing with Dracula um, in this, and and part of what Dracula is saying, right. even though you know, you know, he doesn't mean it, but the way he's coming out. At it, he's got like this magneto vibe where he's talking mm. talking and you're like, it kinda makes a little bit of sense, you know what I mean? But you know underneath the cape, you know, what's what shit is brewing. But it's still, you know, what he's presenting, he's 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 smart with it. This was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, sure. I like it too.
0: I, I like those issues where people are just like, like hanging regrouping, hanging out after some big thing, you know, like mm-hmm. those can be fun. Nice issues, you know, like a slice Mm -hmm. of life kind of deal. And I don't know what's going on with this at all, other than King in Black and, like, we read one of the um, Moon Knight Kanshu uh, issues for the show. Um, But, uh, yeah, it was fun. Kyle Richmond is black? Is that a Secret Wars thing? He was not always black, right?
3: (sighs) Uh, well, Nighthawk was. I don't know when that started. Nighthawk was oh, black yeah, right. when they re uh, years ago. I think Nighthawk was black, but that was that was like uh, that was supreme Trzynski's, power, or yeah, that, yeah, side okay. thing,
0: not so part of I the regular they, Marvel universe, right? Which and and I there think they been, may have
3: somehow reconned it into this. I don't know. I think there have been different
0: Nighthawks, at least, that have come over from like. Different other universes.
4: Yeah. Um, Uh he's a he's a he's a shitty um right center politician in this version. (laughs) Oh interesting.
0: That's interesting. So
4: um one of the cooler things about this is um the Black Panther control like he's the head of the Avengers, he's the president of the Avengers. I don't know how they the leader of the Avengers. Chairman, I think
0: they
4: call him. Yeah, you go. Uh, he is treating it explicitly like a government.
1: Mm -hmm.
4: he he approaches it just like he approaches the monarchy everything is is um they are all ambassadors Uh, he has meetings with other countries like it's it's being treated like a not just a strike team but an actual like united nations organization that is you know blah 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 so like the the way that they've approached how the avengers function in this world is super fascinating but during the during the phoenix arc when they all had to like be paired up against each other and fight. Um, Nighthawk and Black Panther fought, and most of it was them jabs at each other, like political, huh. socioeconomic jabs at each other huh. and how they choose to lead. It That's was really, really fascinating. That's yeah. cool.
0: Um, I like the conversation between uh, the current vessels of Ghost Rider and Phoenix. Um, mm. It was pretty cool. I uh, like this long sort of history uh with them that they're kind of aware of you know um is she kind of like avatars yeah yeah
4: echo is uh hearing impaired yeah Mm, i see yeah she. um, is not an
0: offensive term is it
4: no oh i but i don't know i don't know the like i don't know the severity of her deafness oh okay so she's just hearing impaired I, I gotcha. I, I don't know that much enough about it. I like, she has a a, a skill set not unlike the task master master, where she could mimic and master oh, right, all right. fighting styles when she's able to see them. But she, why is
0: she the phoenix? Like, what's so great about her? That is it just like the phoenix chose her, and is she like particularly well temperamented to it was, being the phoenixer?
4: It, it was all in the last arc. Um, mm-hmm. they had a big old tournament. Who gets the Phoenix? And the Phoenix eventually chose her. There was a whole s- s- scenario given about like uh, the understanding of power with the absence of it, and blah 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 mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. Um, mm-hmm. but it it chose her as a permanent host mm-hmm. for the time being.
0: Oh, also, what's up with Captain America's like red mask? Over at, like a ventilator type mask. It's just it's in this one. Oh scene that's what's that
4: because they're in they're uh they're at chernobyl oh it's radioactive so, yeah so oh, okay. um what i very much liked about this issue other than it being a, a nice little prologue to king and black uh in king and, we we read issue five together right mm-hmm. king and black issue five in that like they got the vampire nation to help fight the, mm-hmm. the king and black but then mm-hmm. they turned on blade and he was like motherfucker it's you right. You forgot what time it is and the sun came that down." Was awesome world, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was an awesome moment yeah that's cool it was great um, like the one thing I have that you don't is like, watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was an act of war uh, because in previous arcs of Avengers, there was this big um, Vampire Nation war where Blade ended up being on the team um, and they were granted sovereignty? No, immunity? Uh, refuge? What's the term I'm looking for where they're just given land quick like temporary asylum they're given asylum um in chernobyl because it's in an uninhabited it and yeah right. it doesn't affect them doesn't affect anyone else they're they're there um so that like it's pulling it's pulling threads from the avengers it's pulling threads from other events and it's setting up a bunch of other stuff that's happening but it's still just a get together issue and mm-hmm. it was just constructed so cool so and and again and also the final page i was just fucking yeah sheriff blade of vampire nation like this is awesome Mm. this is absolutely awesome i would watch this but um uh yeah no i just this was a cool seventh issue one of those in-betweeners because the uh the avengers title goes on hiatus for like 3 months now. Oh, is it, up months. next
0: is the Heroes Reborn stuff. Yeah.
4: So you. all the Heroes Reborn stuff is coming out, so the Avengers book, uh Thor and something else are just disappearing yeah. during Heroes Reborn.
0: There's an ad in the back here for that and the Iron Man color things uh like that look like the or their version of Iron Man in this world looks pretty cool. We should read yeah, that. I, we should read I, uh you know, maybe the whole series. It's yeah. a
4: it's it's a week it's an 8 issue weekly. Oh yeah. So it'd be cool. So it might turn into thunder rounds, but sure. I'd be down if you guys are down. Cool. Uh but yeah, I just I thought this was a cool little like little entry point. There's enough, there's enough breadcrumbs here if you want to go back or go forward, but it's also a very accessible one issue if you're just kind of wanting to dip your toe in Avengers right now. Mm. So I thought it was kind of fun.
3: That's Is, it? Is this the regular artist? No. Okay, I didn't think so. Don't tell me no, why.
4: but it has been—it has been like a murderer's row of artists since Jump. There's been no slouch. I mean, that depends on how much you like or dislike Ed McGinnis, but mm. there hasn't been—there uh, hasn't been a bad arc art-wise. Okay, cool, sweet. All right. Um. So, Eight. uh, yeah, we'll do a couple
0: of thunders, but Thunder before that. Round. What's happening before that? Brian. Is it some information? Yeah, what's up?
4: Yeah, it's it's a little bit of information. If anybody wanted to uh, support the show in any any way, shape, or form, how could they do something like that?
0: Well, I don't know about any way, shape, or form, but if you want to give money at patreon.com backslash Johnny Destructo, that would be great. Um, You can also like, subscribe in the ways of the platform that you view us on, YouTube, Facebook, whatever it is, if you're listening to one and you prefer the other. Switch next week. Um, it's available. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, and uh, just tell people about it. You know, people that you know that like comics or might be interested in, like, hey, I like comics, but I don't know where to start. We review a lot of number ones and that kind of thing. So just say, like, hey, check these guys out.
4: Also, always remember that you can email us if you don't want to jump in the comments or, or, on other social media, just email us at JD's Hero complex at gmail.com. Ask any question, make any comment that you'd like, and we'll uh, address it on the show.
1: Cool.
0: Cool. And, uh, right. you know, they also, with JD's Place, they do a book club and movie club every Tuesday yeah. night, right? So they do that virtually now um, on JD's uh, Hero Complex Facebook page. Uh, I think JD's Hero Complex, Heroes book Com- Club, uh, Book Club. It's yeah, how you can get they, on that, and they talk about a movie or a book, a gra- you know, graphic novel, alternating every week. So if that's the kind of thing you're into.
4: Yeah, this week we're talking about Alienated.
0: Mm, which and, you really liked, right? Uh, you and JD yeah. both, like, loved that book.
4: Yeah. Yep, we cool. did. Nice. Um And we're going to see if
0: 20 other people liked it Yeah. on Tuesday. Almost a guarantee that somebody will be, that they didn't like it, and it'll be there's like, always, ah, fuck. There's always somebody. <laughs>
4: Sometimes it's me yeah. that was right, just like, right. nah. Yeah, <laughs> um all right. so uh let's let's knock out a couple hundreds. I, I I'm looking at the time and I know that uh there's still a couple of books. We'll we'll plow through some so we can maybe talk about five minutes at least uh Captain America oh, right, Mar- or, right. or sorry Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So let me pull up my notes. We've got Fire uh Firefly brand new verse number two. Who would like to do that one?
0: Not me. I didn't
3: read it. Am I the only one that read
0: it? I think so. I'll
3: do it. I did that's read funny. it, but oh, I don't right. know if I'm well versed enough in the world of Firefly. Well, me, okay. Look, all right. Thirty rounds. Put, it, put it,
0: Start the, <laughs> the clock.
4: Start that's, the that's clock. That's your thirty seconds, right there. Uh, hang on. Let me let me start the clock. <laughs> let me talk about. Let me for thirty seconds or more. Let me talk about what, <laughs> what why I don't necessarily <laughs> sure <laughs> I should read it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right, and here we go. Firefly, brand new verse, is exactly what it it describes, ladies and gentlemen. It is a brand new universe (laughs) of Firefly, (laughs) that very, very cult favorite series of really a long time ago. Um, And it. It doesn't pick up where that sto- that story like led off. It uh, ended with the movie finale of that universe, which was Serenity. But it does pick up with some of those characters, um, specifically the character that was played by Gina Torres, and it's moved on into her future. She now has a daughter. She's got like a whole new crew. They've got a whole new mission in this universe, and this book is kind of like an introduce introduction into that universe. It touches on a little bit what have happened with some of the characters from the TV series and movies, but, but while introducing you into a whole new crew. And if I'm being a little bit bit uh, um, ambiguous about what that crew is all about, it's it's that I invite it's you to... End of um, round. Sorry. <laughs> I, mean, could just, I invite you to... We'll never know.
0: Pull up the book. It's it's a fun book.
3: I actually and enjoyed
0: it. Gina Torres, that you mentioned, that her character was she was the second in command. Yes, launch, that one. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Are they still on the Serenity?
3: Is she now in command of the Serenity? It's not the Serenity. It's a different All ship. Right. I it. Uh, is it? I thought it was a different ship. I could no, be wrong. Same ship. Okay. There it, you go. It's the it's same ship.
4: Um Yeah, it's it's just she's the last. Her and her daughter are the co-captains of this new crew. It it's it's accessible, but it also calls back a lot. So, yeah, it is is a cool... Like If you watch the show, it's a cool little series. Oh, that's cool. Um, And then we've got... uh, Which one did you read, uh, I read Justice
0: League. You you only read Justice League? Yeah, out of these. Let's do it. All right. All right, and go. Oh, I love this book. Um, I I really like the art. The storytelling is interesting. I like the way that it looks like it's going to go. And I like the lineup of the league that we've got and the interactions between them, the kind of character analysis of Superman when he says to do anything. And if anybody disagrees, it's like you're disagreeing with Superman and you know, Green Arrow is like, all right. So now I look like the bad guy because I'm disagreeing. Um, It is like Len said earlier, it's Bendacy. And before this book, I was like ready to go in and be like, well, I don't know, maybe Bendis is a little past his best days and I read it and I loved it. You know, it was um it was a fun ride and I'm looking forward to it uh, continuing and see where it goes. Give
4: have ten all seconds right. left. Do you want to talk about it? Ten seconds? Oh, oh well boy. now it's
0: five. Just four, talking about it is three, taking the clock down. I don't know why it's right. a instead of um, end of round. Oh.
4: End of round. <laughs> well, I think it's <laughs> Hippolyta
3: because if you're reading Wonder Woman, she's not in this world right now. Ah, uh, but I was yeah. going to say Nubia.
4: Oh, um, so that was actually addressed in Infinite like, Frontier.
0: Yeah, I just thought that Nubia was coming in. And then in Infinite Frontier, I was a little mystified. I was like, oh, I thought Nubia was going to be Wonder Woman while Diana was doing this. And we've seen Hippolyta. So I mean, she's cool. Don't get me wrong. But um, mm-hmm. Nubia is in charge of. Themyscira, yeah, she's right? the yeah.
4: steward of of Themyscira and all things yeah. Themyscira. She's the new queen, while Hippolyta right. is essentially walking the earth
1: to, Which to I learn guess, a like,
0: lesson. Yeah, makes sense if you are Hippolyta, or like if you live in that world. I just don't know why story wise that why they did that. Um, but um, yeah, I, I like. What Glenn was saying like it's fun. It's
4: yeah, this it's, team is cool. Yeah, I enjoy this book a lot. What did you? Yeah. Th- nobody's it's, both let in. Brian, did you guys enjoy the backup?
0: I didn't read it. it? In fact, I didn't quite realize. I read, like, the first three panels, and I was like, what the hell is happening? This thing goes from, like, Naomi, Mm -hmm. and then the next panel, I think they're just back at, I thought they just left her there on purpose. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. I'm like, well... She's got to figure it out by herself. Is basically what they say, but they're talking about something
3: else. Yeah, yeah. it definitely, it definitely is a split in the comic book yeah. where you need like a little nice, like, a nice like movie ad or something, something. kind of just kind of like break yeah. it up because it's very it it, 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 it catches you unaware because it's still even though the 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 backup is about Justice League Dark, it starts with close ups of the right. heroes that you've been just visiting right. and talking to, and they were someplace else. I did read it. Um and, and mostly because those heroes got me into it. Mm. Um, so th- it worked. And <laughs> I thought it was kind of interesting. I d- still don't know how much I care about Justice League Dark. I one, I hate the name. The name um is- but uh <laughs> but it was, it was Justice League <laughs> edgy. Right. It, it, it's, it, but for what it was, I mean, like, you know, I'm like, all right, whatever. Um It's whatever. Yeah, no,
4: I had the same experience. I was just like, this wasn't bad. I still don't care. Right. It was it was just it was a they went to go get the Justice League's permission to do something. Right. But I don't know what it is, and I don't really care.
0: Is it yeah, see, I want to read it, but I didn't get to the back I find myself just not reading the backups, even if I'm interested. But um, I didn't read the one from the last issue, so I was like, well, I want to read that before I get to this.
3: And the thing that really pisses me off about this though is because Like I said, I don't like the name Justice League Dark, right? Right. But in my mind, I always just wrap my head around, okay, I don't like the name Justice League Dark, but that's just their branding for this book. But with all of these heroes, like Noel said basically going to the Justice League for permission to do what they're doing, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, well, if we're carrying your brand, we're asking you for the approval, can we do this? Right. Which now makes me think that they're calling themselves Justice League yeah. Dark, which yeah. makes me hate it even all the more.
4: We're we're an official franchise, so we wanted the corporate <laughs> yeah. um permission to yeah. go on this mission.
0: Thank like you Justice League International days.
4: Yeah, this, it was, yeah, I mean yeah. if
0: they were just called like Shadow Pact or something, like they're a cool group together they just yeah it's kind of weird like i love the magical side of the the dc universe so i
4: i love it in minis and stuff mm-hmm. i i've never been able to hold on to a um
0: did you read night ever it was one of the original mm-hmm. new 52 books it was really good and probably would hold up because it's not tied to any other continuity really it just it was place. a
4: part of the new 52
0: yeah it was one of the it was one of the initial books um it was like it kind of set out as the, you know, Stormwatch from the Wildstorm universe. Mm-hmm. It The idea was that this was the founding of Stormwatch, but they didn't even call themselves Stormwatch at the time. It just, like, eventually would become that. And that was just kind of Demon- never referenced because it took place in the past. But.
4: A DC title launched in 2011 as a part of the company's line-wide relaunch. Uh, Etrigan, Madam Xanadu, and Shining Knight.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah um and like vandal savage was on the team and they they all they were like a number of immortals who like had known each other for a oh, while
4: wow paul, paul Cornell, I like. oh paul yeah Cornell.
0: yeah yeah and and like i said it's not tied to any other continuity so you could really just just pick uh, it up it takes place like in the 1200s or something like that
4: meh, yeah.
0: maybe you ever got the urge
4: cool. cool yeah you know what i'm always looking for new things to read because i've that's, that was a really bad joke because I've got stacks of shit i knew where I was going. Yeah, like I'm in the process of moving into a new house and the yeah. you know, books are the worst part because it's just stacks of shit. And you can't <laughs> pack them very well. It's like three books yeah. Yeah. a box. So you have 400
0: boxes. They're very like the omnibuses that are like,
4: <laughs> you know what I did was this a time? Really well, cool packing, idea at the time.
0: Yeah. I and mean, they look nice once they're unpacked. I, I with my books because there's always like that little bit of the box that's left that no book will fit into. I started putting knickknacks that were like, oh, yeah, you know, fairly hardy, you know, not not too breakable oh, yeah. in there. Yeah, worked out pretty well.
4: Oh yeah, no, it's a, a solid trick. Um, uh, I wanna, <laughs> I wanna s- squeeze pa- old guard uh, tales of through time was cool. Okay, if you like the eh. series, I'll, just, I'll I'll fly through it. They were they were cool little one shots or in between right The panels kind of stories if you're a fan of the the previous trades which i highly recommend they're great this is a cool series or the um, movie yeah the movie's fantastic too yeah i still haven't and, seen the and movie and i was
0: too, reluctant to
4: the movie and video. the book are different enough like the mythology mm-hmm. is different oh, okay. the the characters are the same but the situations are different so you could do one oh. other both it's not yeah. a one-for-one cool yeah, and also both written by Greg Rucka. So, like the changes that they made, the oh. changes he wanted to make. He, he so wrote much. the movie. I didn't
3: know yeah. that. Oh, yeah, that's he, awesome. had, he had a hand in that. Yep, that's
4: cool. All right, so let's just let's plow through the next two books: um, "The Many Deaths of Layla Star," number one by Boom Stu- or by Boom Studios, written by Ram V with art by Philippe Andrade. Uh, a powerful new series for fans of the Wicked and Divine, the Dreaming, and the Dreaming by Ram V and Philip Andrade. That explores the fine line between living and dying in Mumbai through the lens of magical realism. With humanity on the verge of discovering immortality, the avatar of death is fired and relegated to the world below to live her now finite days in the body of a 20 something Layla star in Mumbai. Struggling with her newfound mortality, Layla has found a way to be placed in the time and place where the creator of immortality will be born. But will Layla take her chance to permanently reverse the course of? History slash future, or does a more shocking fate await her? What did you guys think of this, Len?
3: Um, I was very pleasantly surprised by this comic book. That mm. it actually sucked me in um, into the world. I knew um, very little about any of these characters because I'm not. A, I I didn't read. I don't read the Wicked and Divine, even though I've heard great things. Wait, no, um, I don't think it.
0: Well, Wait, but I know that the
3: the I think that I think that I think the, the the I meant the creators. I'm sorry. The creators oh, okay. are, are are some of the creators behind that. Um, but I started reading this. And first of all, I love that it was taking place outside of America. So I love that. I love the the character designs. I love the perspective, like the first person narrative, you know, of death um, in this. I love the. The the illustrations, I love the pacing. I felt myself just enthralled with the story, and um, I thought it was just very cool. You know, I thought you think it, it could get it. It speaks of themes, you know, life and death and immortality that could v- get very heady, but it doesn't go there. Um, it's it deals with. Uh, young millennials so it could be kind of like uh maybe not for me in tone but it doesn't go there um it um could have been very um fluffy but it doesn't go there the art is dynamic but it's not off-putting and it doesn't get in the way of the storytelling so i love that i love to actually every single solitary aspect of this book and i was not expecting that when i saw the cover um which is good but it just was like uh, i don't know if i'm going to deal, dig this and i found myself just reading this book and really like pleasantly surprised by where it went it 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 took me there's a a a beat that happens near the end that i was like oh didn't see that coming should have but i didn't and thank you for giving me that because you know you were i was pleasantly surprised and now you've hooked me good good comic book
0: i totally agree um with like pretty much all of those points except i think i was expecting to like it a little bit more than you were (laughs) but um um i yeah i loved it the like you were mentioning the art style it's done in a a very illustration style, like not particularly realistic, but mm-hmm. very nice. Like not, um, like sometimes art like that can be a little off-putting, you know, right. and like the proportions are not what you would expect from a human or or whatever, or mm-hmm. like legs are drawn in an unusual way. But it's really good. The use of color is really good. Yeah, um, it's a it's a fun thing you know certainly not the first time it's ever been done but to do like characters from mythology sort of in um in more modern circumstances right it's like she works in an office building and Mm -hmm. like she's using her six arms to like do her makeup and whatever and like the head guy is you know he has three faces and a lotus floating over his head but he's also in a suit and he's in Mm -hmm. a glass walled office you know that kind of thing um Yeah. And, you know, and I love mythological stuff anyway. I don't know as much about Indian, like Hindu mythology. Right. um, As I do about some other ones. But um, I like it. You know, it's uh, it's really cool to see that stuff um, uh, explored. And yeah, the art. I just happened to come by the scene where uh, one of the many deaths of Layla Starr, when she (laughs) runs in front of the uh, um, truck truck and it's very active. Right. Yep. And that's cool. I also didn't see that last twist coming. No. Nope. How she is coming back, and that there would be a um, an, another entity uh, that she had some history with. Um, really cool comic. I was sitting here debating: Do I want to read it in issues? It would also be very nice to sp- to display in a trade, right? So mm-hmm. maybe I'll just have to do both.
4: Yeah, I don't disagree with you guys at all. Like this, um, this was a, um at first it was off-putting because the first, I want to say the first third is incredibly um, chaotic. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was, it was late at night and I was just like, I, I like, yeah. Yeah. I I wasn't, I wasn't feeling like the first third of this book because it was flashing. It was, it was um, ephemeral and then it was specific. And then it was like flashing back back and and forth. forth. Yeah. Yeah the art style wasn't really differentiating too much other than Mm -hmm. big blue lady with six arms. But other than that, it was, it was, it was, um, first time full of pages was difficult to get like my footing, Mm -hmm. but then it started to click and it started to roll. And it was like, Oh, this is, this is fascinating. But I also feel like, I don't know if I want to read this in issues. This might
0: Mm be a really, really great, like book club, you know, five or six six history story.
1: Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I
0: You know, I really, as you can see, I've got like, stuff on bookshelves now. And I never used to have my graphic novels displayed that way. And, you know, looking over at a bunch of white comic boxes is cool because you're like, Oh, I got so many comics, but you can't see them in there. You right. And it's nice to have like your, your the things that you want to think about and remember the most sitting out, you know, and mm-hmm. it's, it's cool. Uh, like I'm to get a wonder woman dead earth, I think. Um, oh, Molly also. Yes. I too. A shout out to JD's hero complex where he allowed me to take away his recycling for a few weeks. But I yeah. always feel like I'm almost stealing from him. We're like, ha- <laughs> I'm actually reducing his amount of work. But In the <laughs> chat, we're, in the chat we're, having a,
4: we're having a side conversation about the right types of books to, or the right types of boxes to, to, to pack your books yeah. in, and we're yeah. just like going back and forth.
0: <laughs> um, a number yeah. of us have recently moved or are about to move, but- yeah um yeah i really i really like you know it's interesting though you said there wasn't much differentiation in the art i wonder if you could look at that as being like well this is part of the world like it's all part of the same world you know oh Um, i mean
4: sure yeah but in that first third when i have no grounding, it just was more chaotic than anything else in hindsight it was fine cool yeah we're just talking about like points of entry kind of a conversation yeah sure.
3: See, but I li- I like that because in the beginning that back and forth which I like actually sets you up for later in the story when it again goes back and forth as death is taking it uh, uh taking hold of her place here mm-hmm. in our world mm-hmm. and it, it 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 again goes back and forth. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready for where it's it's going. Um I just enjoyed uh every aspect of this. I saw that Mars' comics in the chat said this book was my favorite book of the week the many deaths of layla star was so interesting and and uh mars agrees with me i liked every single solitary aspect of this book and i too just like you just like you guys yes i have moved on to the trades and this is a book that i read this first issue and i was like oh this is going to be so cool when you get the whole thing together, Mm. right? You know, this reminded me of Day Tripper, which we did for Book Club Mm. not too long ago. It's a book that, you know, sure, was released in single issues and you can enjoy, Mm. but it is just that much more meaty and of Mm. an experience as one whole Mm. um, piece. And I see- right well yes definitely and uh and i definitely see this um uh being one and i am looking forward to this in trade so yes Mm. that is my way of saying that i will be reading no more (laughs) single issues of the deaths of layla (laughs) star until the trade is released so
4: look forward to issue number two we're going to have a, <laughs> a, a two-hour deep dive on our and Len is just going to sit there.
3: The right, oh, action um, figure expert has a very interesting question. I don't know if you want to go there. Um, well, well, you went there. Uh, he says, hey, do you believe in life after love? I can feel something inside myself, but it does not feel strong enough, though do you believe in life after love? Hmm. Well, I believe. I believe it was uh,
4: the Prophet Cher who brought this up the first time. Uh,
3: <laughs> oh, is that is that actually the lyrics yourself? to that song? I never yes, knew yeah.
0: the lyrics to the song. I wondered if, as you were <laughs> yes. reading it, I'm like, he knows, um, right? <laughs> to be, to be <laughs> I clear, I,
4: I do believe in
0: life after love. So do I. I yeah, know. I guess I you'd kind of be a fool.
4: thank you action figure Not expert to. it was something it i was am actually living something after it was, love there okay. you go there you go yeah. it was something important that we probably had to address Excellent. anyway All so right. uh last book of the week uh is women in women of marvel number one and and with our really everyone so uh-huh. the reason why i didn't put actual like credits in this is because i'm going to read the solicit and the solicitation is literally just a who's who of everyone that's on this book so <laughs> I figured it'd be easy. Gotcha. Um, so the future is female. Get in on the ground floor with the amazing assembly of writers and artists from all of our entertainment. Comics legends Louis Simonson kicks things off with a must-read introduction. Nadia Shamas punches the glass ceiling with the Jade Giantess. Elsa Sundjensson. Grits her way to the front of the line with Captain Peggy Carter. Sophie Campbell goes feral with the bone grinding marrow story. Video game and comics writer Ann Tool makes her Marvel debut in a blaze of glory. Natasha Altieri, Altieri, of Heathen Fame, charges sword first into the Marvel universe with astonishing art from new and established artists like Kizama, Eleonora Carlini, Skyler Patry- Partridge, Partridge, sorry, Joanna Estep, and more. You're sure to come away powered up and ready to slay in high heels or boots alike. Mm. So this was an anthology book. It was an anthology book, but um, more so than other anthology books that we've read recently. This feels more like a YA um, kind of anthology book or just more... um, I want to say like just a highlights or a who's who kind of anthology book. So a lot of these stories are one to two pages. They're like punchlines. Some of them land. Most of them Mm. don't. Mm. For me. I saw them as little ditties.
0: Each story they're like like a book of ditties.
4: Yeah. Yeah, They're like little cute (laughs) one-liners or jokes. So it makes me think that maybe the primary audience for this wasn't necessarily normal comic book readers, but like eight or nine year old boys and girls.
0: Which well, is totally fine. also at the back, I didn't notice this at first, but it there's a bunch of comics that are coming out that I think are presumably written by these yeah. people or other women, and so yeah, I think that is like, hey, check this out, and here's some other stuff of ours that you might be interested in if if you wanted to purchase this comic, you know.
3: Well, I think the the the, the idea of the book, even though uh, Nolan said it has like a bit of a YA. Vibe to it, and and I don't know if I one hundred percent disagree with that, but I, I certainly don't think that that's what they're going for. Oh. I think that, I think they're just going for the female fan, the woman the, uh, of of Marvel. Um, but if you read the opening um, uh, intro by Louise uh, Simonson, who, uh, who not only um, goes over her touch touch on her own history with Marvel, but Marvel's history in general <laughs> with um it from, from its very beginning and its you know struggle uh with respecting and then servicing and building its uh audience of women fans as um as as far as you know, reading the books and and also behind the books and creating it, um, I thought that that was very cool. And when you look at this book from that point, from that vantage point, from the vantage point that her um, intro gives you, then this becomes just a, a window into how far Marvel has come along um, as well as giving you a a taste of what marvel is has become as well as far as the many different women who who pocket its universe um, which you know very surprisingly and some might say smartly are inside the covers between the covers are not the most. Popular or widely known heroines of the Marvel Universe—they leave them for the cover, at least the main yes, cover.
0: We talked about this ahead of time. but Let's talk about the cover a little bit. They are like the main Gamora, cover,
3: the main cover by main Sarah Michelle, right?
0: The other than Gamora, there's Elektra, Storm, Valkyrie, Shuri. Probably the Invisible Woman is also on the cover, but she's (laughs) invisible. just don't know, right? (laughs) Right. None of them are in the comic. None of them. (laughs) Right. Well, maybe the Invisible Woman is, but
3: she's not important to the stories. (laughs) Yes, you can tell yourself she's the thread that ties all the stories together. She's (laughs) observing all of
0: this.
3: (laughs) Very true. Very true. But she's not in any of the stories. And like you said, they are, I like your word, ditties. They are like little ditties um, that feel really strange, like from lady death strike to yeah. um, you know getting her nails done uh, and then contemplating how she 's going to get her keys first of all, contemplating that lady death strike is looks like she 's about to jump into a to a Hyundai is the first thing that i 'm thinking yeah, of that 's true <laughs> um, <laughs> but then too, which I thought was very 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 much a woman moment because only because i 've shared this woman moment with friends of mine this weekend death sc- uh, scrolling through social media and finding her way to her version of a um a, what's it called like a, a what's it called a warm blanket um
0: oh yeah the weighted blanket the
3: weighted blanket she finds her, down.
0: yeah yeah
3: that her was cool own, that was cool it was actually it was like i was like you know what this is cool. Like, <laughs> yeah. if this was the only thing, I would be like, this is kind of dope. You know, so are they dumb, silly stories? Yes. Do they ha- carry a whole lot of weight to them? No. no are they one or two
0: pages? You know right, I mean, what One can or you two expect? pages, right. maybe
3: at most three or four. Like the Misty Night one, it's got a few pages. The with okay. the versus oh, and I think the, um, Rhino. Yeah,
0: where, where, where they reanimate the dinosaur bones.
3: Yeah, right, um, right.
0: I like at the end of that one, Misty is like, you're not even a mutant. <laughs> okay. right.
3: Yeah. right what are we doing here um I thought so so it's it's kind of cool, it's kind of dope, and then I love the end where you get a uh, you get a blog piece by uh Angelique uh Roque, who uh, uh I, I would say her last name wrong and now she's going to kill me because I've actually met Angelique on more than one uh, occasion but I I know how to say her first name Angelique um but well, she is that was she, easy <laughs> that's the easy part you know I always want to call her like Roche I want to say Angelique Roche and That just sounds so fly and she is fly she is like a a super mm. super dope chick so there so if this is not the way to pronounce your name Angelique I'm going i'm going angelique Rochet. that's how you are in my ears until yeah, you tell a little,
0: me a little little trill in the R. that's right
3: sure. right yeah. um but she does a nice little piece uh and in, in the end about um and it's just a, you know a written piece about her experience with um uh female representation uh in in marvel comics and then i think she actually does write the piece that kind of it's Uh, highlights um what's coming up from marvel because i know she works at at marvel now she's been there for a few years as like a host and a consultant on the side um so i I thought that
0: before this beginning part the power post thing i just read the very beginning and i gotta say i like that you know they say you shouldn't judge a book by its cover but i have long said like well what else do you judge it by when you (laughs) pick it up right (laughs) right right i like that she makes that point that's cool
3: Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's pretty dope. I, I, you know, for what it is, I actually have no problem with this. And, and to me as, you know, superficial as this whole thing might be, it is still, it is, it, it has much more resonance for me than DC's Valentine's Day and you know this actually this while being little ditties actually means and represents something so I'm I'm here for it and
0: I think also they were I mean I think one of the reasons that they were so short I'm just guessing is they wanted to show as many as possible. Right. You know, like, look at all of the different women that we have. If you want to read something with a woman in it, you've got a lot of choices, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not just in it, but as the main character. Um, I like the Emma Frost one was cool too. Yeah. That's yeah, kind of cool. Like, in fact, she, they have sometimes said she like influences people to perceive her as this like very beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like this. She just like, doesn't have any clean clothes and right. decides to influence everybody. Uh, so that she can just walk around in her like what she slept in um so yeah it was it was cool they were um just kind of yeah it was a a fun thing that it was you know the for the kind of thing that it was they were just not used to either like how right. many times have you seen a comic that has a bunch of very short stories like this.
3: Right. I would also say that if you re- pick up this comic book, which I definitely think um, people should, uh, I think it, 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 it it's pretty, pretty cool. Um, while it is not all female creators, I think that this book uh, is a nice, you know, would be a nice companion piece to the mighty Valkyries, Which, which was released this week as well, Mm. which tells the story of the two uh, Valkyries, uh, two individual stories of the Mm. two Valkyries in the Marvel universe. Uh, Now, um, Jane Foster, as well as the, um, they reveal her name in
0: that issue, I believe. Right, the The other, the Tessa Thompson. Tessa
3: Thompson Valkyrie in in comic books. They reveal her name in there. But those are two individual stories that have distinct styles. They're telling two separate Mm -hmm. stories. But I thought they were actually both very cool. Mm -hmm. Both have different illustrative uh, styles, which kind of like um, wrote me in. Um, And I think (laughs) and for highlighting new women... In the Marvel Universe, I think it's a nice companion piece with Women of Marvel.
0: Um, I also like I like that she also I like a story where it's like like Rhino tears up this museum because Jennifer Walters was there, right? And, right? Um, is like she was just there to serve in papers, and he mm-hmm. is and now has destroyed this. But the uh, the Jean Grey one, I forgot. I like I loved it. I laughed out loud where she's trying to take care of this plant and it's not working. And she's like, succulents are like the cats of the plant world, right? Like, this, <laughs> it'll be so easy. And then it doesn't work. And at the end, she has like a ceramic statuette <laughs> of a plant. And she's like, ceramic plants are like the ceramic of the plant <laughs> world. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> yeah,
3: that was fun. Like, yeah. I can't remember the last time I've seen humor from Jean Grey. So yeah, I like right. that just alone. So, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. I think,
0: uh, two laugh out loud. That in the. Do it impulsively uh, from The Flash this mm-hmm. week. There yeah. you go. Yeah. There
3: you go. So pretty uh, cool.
0: Yeah. All right. Right on. Well, well, we can't end the show because Noel is there. We so don't have the control. We, we, can't, we can't do it. We don't have that power. Falcon uh, Winter Soldier? Oh, but I know Noel wants I to I know. Talk. He does. He probably – did you like it?
3: I did like it. I did like it. Um, How about Carl Lumley, who I did not
0: recognize the, in his first episode – is now has been John Johns, the father of John Johns, and Isaiah Bradley. I mean, he's got – my friend uh, pointed out that Jeffrey Wright is mm-hmm. Uatu and Gordon. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, I mean, Martian Manhunter and um, Isaiah Bradley beats Uatu and Gordon to me. Oh I mean, yeah, Gordon's yeah. great and all, but I mean, he doesn't even have any powers. Come on.
3: Right, right. Right. <laughs> And to be fair, let's let's point it out. He, Carl Lumley plays uh, John uh, John Jones in the animated. The animated, Just, right? Justice That's League. true. It's true. He's not in like the. Yeah. but he night. is
0: on Supergirl. He's John John's father.
3: Oh, oh, see, yeah. I, I don't watch. I don't watch Supergirl. So He's I, good.
0: He's really good. And he, he was Mantis, which I didn't. Know. I mean, I dimly remember Mantis, but this was in an era where there were like no superhero shows. Mm-hmm. And yeah, very much. I remember so. liking it. You know.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and yeah. actually, I interviewed Carl Lumley. Uh, oh yeah, of the, the the Tribbles. We interviewed him years ago. Oh, that's awesome. On our um URD radio show, and he was very, re- he was very, very cool. Oh, um, cool. he talked about how he talked about how when he was younger, his parents would not let him wear jeans and sneakers. And he was definitely coming up in a time when, yeah. like, cause there was definitely a time when kids didn't wear jeans. And sneakers, right, right, right. But he was coming up in a time when people were wearing jeans and sneakers <laughs> and his, his parents wouldn't let him wear jeans <laughs> and sneakers. Um, and he was definitely like a bit of a book nerd uh-huh. and everything like that. And, and as, he, and as he's relating this story of his childhood, he verily, innocently says like, Oh my God, I guess, I guess I probably was, you know, what would be considered a geek. You know, I, did, I just yeah. didn't have a name for it. So he said, oh, my God, I've been outed as a geek on the Black Tribbles. I can't <laughs> believe this. I can't believe it. And, and uh, it was really, really cool. It was really cool because then he awesome. took, took the Tribble Oath and became Jones, uh, Jones Tribble. Um, Jones. Yeah, yeah, because of John Jones. So, oh John, yeah. you know, oh that's cool. All right. So he's Jones Triple. That's awesome. And then he, and then he like says that I'll have to put it, it, it'll definitely I'll put it on like a best of triples that we're mm. gonna be doing. Like um, he says, like, uh, uh, you know, I, you know, I can't believe this. My friends will ask me, like, Carl, what w- what have you been up to? He's like, I am a proud geek. I am <laughs> Jones
0: Tribble. <laughs> that's, I heard a little of his intonation in that too, Len. That was a good like non impression
3: impression. Because I got it yeah, resonating, he's a very
0: ear. distinctive. He's got a great voice, and it's very distinctive, like the way yeah. that he it ended on. Um, Robert Monroe Jr. Uh, yeah, he was. I don't, ah, man. I just like so dimly remember Mantis. I don't know what he's referencing with the casting. Um, I remember the costume
3: and the costume oh, was messed up. The casting. They, well, <laughs> first, I don't know necessarily what he's referring to as the, the with the casting, but the story itself of mm-hmm. mantis was so much more involved and so much was supposed to be so much more. And no, they kind of no. like jerked it, the, the, um, one of those the powers deals. that be kind of got in yeah. there and kind of messed it up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know what, you know, this is very cool. And his name is definitely on people's lips. So I think that, um, uh, this week, I'm going to actually go and pull our interview with uh, Carl Lumley and oh, run that. Would be cool, you know. Well, people have been asking this. Well, what are we going to do on Thursday nights? Well, it, it wasn't it wasn't video, but um <laughs> so it was back before the days of video. But I'm definitely going to put it out there on podcast, like our whole interview with him. Yeah, but really in cool.
0: in Nichelle Nichols too, right? Was that with the Black Tribbles, or was that a different? That story? was with the Tribbles. That was it. Cool. Was
3: more solo. That was me and her. Just uh, one on one. That's yes. awesome. We sat down with uh, Nichelle Nichols. We we've you know we, we we've been very fortunate to sit down yeah. with quite a few names, so it was yeah. pretty dope. So I, so yeah, to, to speak about Falcon and Winter Soldier specifically, I did enjoy it. I liked the way it it it, it ended. I love seeing you know um, you know Sam in the Captain yeah. America costumes. Bot on from the mm-hmm. comic books, mm-hmm. I love that. Um, there was one little, small, little, very small nitpick that I had, but I'm not going to even pick the nick uh, if I don't have to. Um, and um, I, I'm I, I think that the way that it wraps up made sense in a comic book way. This is a nice little like mini series of a comic, you know, in this in this. Cinematic Universe. Um, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. It was, it, it was. It was dope. I, I like that it, it didn't stray away from some hard questions, hmm. um, and I like that uh, aspect more than anything. And I love that now. You know, not only do they flip the title at the end because at the end it becomes oh. Captain America <laughs> and I the Winter like- Soldier. I was like, yes.
0: Oh, I just noticed that. I should That's not
3: cool. sit
4: next to a person, let alone my wife on the couch when we watch these shows, because there are certain times when it's just like,
1: oh, look at this.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Can,
0: like, get get one like, of those ah! body pillows with like a person we'll just, like, drawn on it. it to have. As
4: soon as, as soon as the, because av- at the end of every single episode, the title mm-hmm. uh, unfurls and it's the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then as soon as it was a Captain America and the Winter Soldier, and they carried it forward, and at the very end of the Title credits was also Captain America mm. and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Like they're just going. Cool. Yeah. Um, did you get like? I'm sorry, I, I had to help people. No, this, we, this we talked about
0: Carl Lumley um,
4: to the Mantis? to uh,
0: among other things. He's he's uh, got some DC Marvel. Like he's one of the few that have done both. Now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, well, we waited for you because uh, Len who, knew that you would want to talk about it.
4: This was a wonderful show. I loved it, but um, I you guys didn't talk about the fact that it's they've made it officially known that they're developing Captain America for a movie. Yeah, yep. oh yeah. yeah, yeah, like yay!
0: It's yeah, the that's cool. and,
4: uh, the writing team is the, the writing team from the, the series. Oh so no, really? Oh that's cool. This is so perfect in the way to where it could be. Just like comics, right? Like yep. you've got this mini series where it would um, kind of bridge two gaps. However, you could just read the two event series and be fine. So like if you mm-hmm. last thing you saw was Avengers Endgame and then you pick up with Sam as Captain America. Cool. Or you can explore it further and it's great. Uh, I have a customer. But the last thing that I want to say, the costume was spot on and it was great. Yeah. But those shoulders were bulky as hell. That's true. You That's don't true. have yeah, to make know. him look like Steve. Yeah, it's fine. He's he is a leaner dude. Just mm. let him be a leaner dude. But like like he was up here, his, his shoulders mm-hmm. were in his ears, like just stream that shit down a little bit. But Besides that, it was perfect.
3: Yeah, I uh, hear you about the shoulders, but I actually it kind of worked for me because yeah. and I wouldn't be mind. I wouldn't mind if they streamed it down, but it kind of worked for me because as Sam points out, I am Captain America. I don't have the super soldier serum. Mm -hmm. This is just me, Mm -hmm. just me being me. So you need that kind of like that extra padding. Oh, so it's not,
0: you're thinking that's just in the suit.
3: Right, right. So
0: I wonder if it's like a Black Panther type suit where, because the wings presumably are vibranium, like they Mm -hmm. were able to withstand it. Mm -hmm. So I gotta be honest, I liked it a lot. I was a little disappointed that he didn't get the serum that, now don't get me wrong. If I had a set of wings, I would not give those up just because I've got Captain <laughs> right. America's shield. Right? I'm not an idiot. And neither is he. But they, in the story, had, like, all of the pieces there. The wing, His original wings had been destroyed. Mm-hmm. You had a serum that could make you a super soldier and an, an in-story explanation as to why Anthony Mackie wouldn't look any different afterwards, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I would have loved to see that costume... With no wings, but, you know, with the shield and with him as a super soldier. Because, I don't know, there is a little bit of me still that's like, I mean, you're just a guy with a shield if you don't have the you don't have the serum. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to be holding any helicopters in. I mean, he'll do his different things because he's got the wings instead, but I don't know. Um, I Even when John Walker was doing it, or when they're doing it, practicing, I'm like, how the hell are these guys catching that shield without the... What's the serum. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like, how do they know how to, when to put their hands so that it goes on the thing? Mm-hmm. But yeah. I mean, I, I don't have to pay attention to that while I'm watching the show. <laughs> but it did kind of weird me out. Like earlier on, I'm like, how is he being Captain America at all without? He's just like a fit dude, you know, the John Walker. Yeah.
3: D- true. Tr- well, well, yeah, but well, well, John Walker did take the serum though.
0: Well, eventually he did, but just in right. the beginning. But originally, well, but, yeah. but see, but, I thought Carly was going to have like, well, I have one more, and Sam, mm. you won me over because they were not; they were never quite at odds. I, I even thought that they were a little more at odds in the end than it seemed like they ought to be. Um oh, she I seemed think, to believe him, you know.
3: Well, I think I think she she wanted to believe him, and he mm-hmm. recognized what drove her to do what she. Right. She I mean she's got good
0: points, you know? Right. Like right. But he well, was he I think he was yeah. definitely
3: at odds with her because he knew he saw where it was going. Like right. there was this disregard. Oh, he for was Mike. at odds with her
0: for sure, yeah. but she was you know, it was one of those like, I'm sorry, we're on the wrong side, or we're on mm-hmm. two different sides kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. I don't have anything against you kind of deals. Right, thing. right. But like she was gonna be like, I had one more. Boom. Cause they and they did a lot of stuff like the serum makes you more of who you are and like, I think Sam Wilson is a worthy, you know what I mean? Like, being True. made more of who he is would be good, you know? True.
3: But, like, th- like, to his point, there is evidence to, there's more evidence to the serum being a detriment than, yeah. you know, like Steve Rogers was proven more and more the outlier, you well, know? sure, so, he definitely
0: was. So then that's do the you thing with comics, you know? It. It's a good thing that Kal-El came to Earth as opposed to some other guy. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and that's what, you know, that's why you aren't John Walker, U.S. agent who the other heroes are kind of like, I don't know. But, this, America,
3: but but, but you know? to, but to that point though, perhaps <laughs> if Sam already knows about Isaiah Bradley mm-hmm. and knowing that, okay, there was another outlier. Yeah. Right. But you know, at that time he didn't, he didn't, he, wasn't fully aware of it you know right. and by well, then it, yeah. by then it's too late you know right so I mean, um, and also story-wise like
2: my
0: yeah i heard people online saying like there's an anti-powers rhetoric and jd and i were talking and we we're like yeah but that's what zemo is saying mm-hmm. but sam also kind of says it you know he's like real quick on the no i wouldn't take the serum mm-hmm. and i like powers right like i like you know, like.
3: Thing. Yeah, but do yeah. you wanna take it's, it's, I hear I hear that, but there yeah. also is I mean, you like powers, but there is like he you gotta remember where his mindset is. Yeah. He's saying no because this is some government the government that I don't wholly trust, mm. saying that I should take this serum because it's going to do Excrement. Well, no,
0: I think it was just like a theoretical. Like, the source wasn't the government, I and mean, it was like the power broker. Oh, that's that true. There was some, you know but what I mean? Still. Like, But it was yeah. still,
3: I mean, it's, you don't, you don't, you're going to trust. Who are you going to trust? Well, I'm okay, that's fair. I on mean, government. you don't want
0: a very unregulated <laughs> serum that you are injecting into right, yourself. You know? yeah, that's
3: fair. <laughs> it, so, you know, it's like, not, it's like, no, I'm not doing it. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I'm not,
0: you know. Yeah. Plus, I, I really thought they were building to it, though, with those things that I'm, you know, it's like, Wings destroyed. Serum doesn't alter the look of him. You See, know what the, I mean.
3: But the other thing you have to think about is that, yeah. as much as they are building that, you have to come at it again from his point of view of a black man mm. and the history of black men, knowing Isaiah Bradley or not, mm. and the history of black men. You know, being tested on. Uh, sure. Ta- taking. Yeah. Ta- uh taking you know um serums or mm. quote-unquote vaccines mm. you know and you being wary of that type of mm. stuff and he in this world in this universe as it it been established is uh right to have that wariness so yeah him saying a quick no well makes- but i
0: i thought he was more saying like even if the, like assuming the serum worked i still wouldn't want it right, right. like no I, but, yeah. uh, but
3: well, yes, I think he I think there there also is that there also is, you know, just trying to want to be his own man, you know, mm-hmm. uh, accomplish things on uh, of his own volition, you know. So, I, ooh, yeah, so I was thinking of that, too,
0: and as a commentary on privilege, right? Mm hmm. But isn't the idea that everyone should get the privilege? Like that's the problem with privilege is that it's not equally doled out. Not that I, you know, you see these things that are like, wow, this guy succeeded in a circumstance he never should have had to have been in. Isn't that uplifting? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, wouldn't it be more uplifting if he wasn't, didn't have to work his way out of this thing? You know, I don't know. True. Like, true, but, know. but
3: where he, where he would say no, someone else might say yes. Mm-hmm. The, the The privilege is, being offered the opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Oh, sure. yeah. So so I I, I didn't and, yeah. and again, I love just in the way that we spoke about earlier, the mm-hmm. way of X, I love that this was a series that invites this conversation. Mm. You know that as much whiz bang of the action and everything Mm -hmm. happening in this, um, you know, as much as you know, U.S. agent is set up to be like the big bad villain of this of this whole series. Yeah, no, he's really not. There's areas of a gray with him. He really is a dude that really does want to do the right thing. And I thought that was
0: a great scene in the end where he's like. He could chase after somebody or save people, which Mm -hmm. for a hero is like a classic villain thing to do. And the hero always goes hit, it. But with him, you don't know, you know, and uh, I thought it was cool. I'll see you later. Mars comics. Thanks for stopping. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'd probably end the show too, but Noel's gone and we can't, we can't, can't. (laughs) we don't have that. We don't have that ability. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So uh, we'll just talk about whatever. Um, Yeah. But I like to, and you know, to be honest, The whole Captain America family of characters, I'm never going to be as, like, into. I mean, I was into Mm -hmm. Captain America way more in the movies than I ever have been in the comics.
3: Okay. Um, Yeah, fair. So
0: this is not, like, the fact that Noel's really into it, that's great. You know, like, because he loves it. You know, like, me, I'm like, this will do until we get to Loki. You know, like, that (laughs) kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's just usually in my t- I mean, he's less Superman than Superman, less Batman than Batman. You know, he's... Very
3: true. Very yeah. true.
0: Although he is kind of the combination of the two in many ways.
3: Many ways. But yeah. this will do until you get to Loki, or are you excited for MODOK? Did you see the Ooh, MODOK preview? I am. I
0: have not seen the trailer. From what I hear, it seems like Marvel was like, yo, we got to get a Harley Quinn style thing in here. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm into that. Harley Quinn was awesome. And MODOK is fun. He's one of those obscure-ish kind of characters that I love. Yeah, he's pretty obscure. (laughs) (laughs) Ish. (laughs) Well, you don't have a MODOK uh, action figure, lad, a MODOK T-shirt and pajamas? (laughs) No, I
3: don't. No, I don't. MODOK MODOK seriously looks like if MODOK showed up, on an on a episode of the Herculoids, it will be spot on, right? Yeah. He just doesn't, yeah. like, what is he doing in a Marvel oh, comic book?
0: I heard it on the Lego version of him, it's just like the Lego <laughs> head. <laughs> oh, you know what, that. speaking of action figures and obscure characters, we were talking about Captain Universe's costume the other week, right? And I stood huh? up for it. You weren't into it. Um, but I saw there was a figure... But it came out several years ago, and now it's like expensive to get it. And I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. a Captain Universe figure that would be awesome!" Oh. Um, and it was actually a Spidey, but he came with multiple heads. So you got the Captain Universe Spider Man with the web kind of thing.
3: That sounds weak. That's <laughs> a Spider Man with a Captain Universe
0: head. No, no, no! It's the Cap. You remember the Captain Universe Spider Man storyline?
3: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yes, 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 it's that.
0: Yes. But they okay. they also give you like the two Spider-Man. other. Heads that are just not Spider-Man at all. That are I just got Captain you. Universe.
3: Yeah, I well,
0: one you. of them is just some dude. I don't know what the deal with that one is. There's like three heads. One of them is Spider-Man. One of them is the Captain Universe mask, and then the other one is just a guy who maybe is him under the mask. I don't know. <laughs>
3: who knows?
0: <laughs> yeah, but Modok looks fun. So, um, well, sorry, we can't yeah, end the show without you. Been,
4: no. Yeah, I know it's been busy. I'm sorry.
0: that's ah, all
4: good. Uh, so I mean, screw you guys. Bye. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so thank you for joining us this morning uh on the cult Pop podcast live stream uh be sure to comment like subscribe jump in the comment hit the bell notification if you're on youtube uh so you know when we go live and you can join the conversation in real time um apologies for walking away for a hot second or 12 whatever but i'm right. sure these fools are super great read your comics enjoy life uh hug a friend if they're also vaccinated um other than that see you guys next week uh len where can the people find you
3: uh you can find me on oh wow um yeah (laughs) it's different now Um. Uh, yeah. Just look at uh, Len Batchelor on all the social medias and uh, you the Michelle Mission. Okay. I do have the Michelle Mission. You can yeah. check out my my podcast the Michelle Mission. We stream live every Tuesday night. Um, two man one podcast. Every black film ever made. We're in, in the middle of Afrofuturistic. We're at the end of Afrofuturistic April, and we're doing from uh twenty. 13, I think. I can't remember. Um, Z for Zachariah uh, which Ooh. stars uh, Chioto 4. So it's a very cool oh. dystopian um, movie that we're going to be checking out this week.
0: Len, can I give you a recommendation out of nowhere? The Painkiller Backdoor Pilot. I talked about it last week on the show. Um, and it, it had a kind of Afrofuturistic vibe in my feeling, although it's kind of in this place. It's, it's this like Crazy, so different from Black Lightning um show that I don't know, I think you might be interested in. Um, All right. so yeah. I'll check it out. I also saw your companion on Machou Mission. Uh you posted something on Facebook and he's got a comic rack with like graphic novels and stuff. Oh, he's got he's got which a which I think is a cool style, as I also have. Yeah. It's
3: not it's not a rack. He's got a whole room. It's it's insane.
0: He's oh, but I think it's cool that he has the actual I think that's a cool thing to do, to have like the for sale thing. Yes.
3: Yeah. All uh, right, so we, we gotta get out
0: of here. Oh, yeah. Get, yeah, so uh, Take it easy, guys. I'm at brandleydesign.com if you want to look at it. I'll see you on social
4: media, guys. If I'm the one that has to hit the button, I have to run.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I'll see you guys Bye. later. Love you. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Spoiler Alert. Check out all our shows,
0: including the Cannibal Horror where we review classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky! And Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week
2: at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex in Nanyonk, PA. <laughs> <laughs>